Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Quests and Chaos podcast. You're listening to the Great Dane Society trying to play Call of Cthulhu. You can join us live every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash questsandchaos, all spelled out. Please leave us a rating and a review wherever you find your podcasts. It really helps others find us, whether you want them to or not. Please consider downloading the episode to your device rather than streaming. This allows us to more accurately calculate our audience metrics and please the Elder Gods. And now let's meet the Great Dane Society. I'm Amy, and I play Navarro. Emma Navarro, bringer of chaos. I'm Tom. I'm playing Yosef Basara, an Egyptian-born graduate student at Oxford University who loves all things English and is rather naive. I'm Julie, and I play Joan Lamb, a professor of archaeology who deals in ancient relics for fun and profit, not to mention power. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Silvano Costa, and I have no idea what I'm doing here. I'm Tiana, and I play Alexandria Hartford, a former opera singer with a strange propensity for daggers. And now, I try and kill the Great Dame Society. It's time for Masks of Nyarlathotep. Hello, Internet friends, and welcome to Quests in Cthulhu. I am your GM, Ezra Denny. I am joined by these amazing players, all of us in undisclosed locations uh, across the Bay Area. We are still sheltering in place. This is, I had to go back and check, this is our fourth basement show. Uh, it has been too long since we have all been together. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I much prefer playing in person. There's just a there's just a different feel to having everybody at the table and connecting. Uh, but I'm just glad we get to play play uh, uh, regardless. So, uh, it, you know, I'll take what I can get in this in this situation. I hope that you are all staying safe and that you are all sheltering in place and helping to flatten the curve. Uh, it is working, but just because it's working doesn't mean we stop doing it. It's super important. And we're, we're doing the right thing. It's not for you. It's for the people who are in danger here. A uh, couple of quick announcements. Speaking of people in danger, uh, our sponsor, Gordon Biersch, is probably putting Thomas in danger at any given moment. <laughs> He's or not maybe, driving, so everything's fine. <laughs> or maybe Amy. I'm not sure which. Uh, and uh, we, appre- we so appreciate their continued support. Uh, even though all they do is give us beer, so they're not helping me. But they they definitely lubricate our uh, our studio staff, and that's uh, Thomas and Amy get to share that now. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know the we we love Gordon Beers. Uh, we have podcasts, as you know. Tiana does amazing intros for all of our our podcasts. 
Call of Cthulhu. We have a new podcast stream. You can find it at, I'm going to consult my notes because I'm old. You can find it at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts with an S. The S was made very clear to me. Uh, also, we have a new podcast, the Untitled Quests and Chaos podcast, starring Thomas and Amy uh, in, in their inimitable style. Amy, give us the give us the elevator pitch. So essentially, it is behind the scenes, what happens here and what happens with other people that we know in the business and industry. So, so far, Thomas has broken down, breaking it down, um, how monetization work, works on Twitch. That was our first episode. Um, we just interviewed Chris Haskins from Nord Games yeah, uh, today. And so that she'll be out next, this week. When I say next week, technically it's like in three days from now. Um, and then we've got some other content creators and game designers and things like that that we're going to talk to and just kind of give everybody a different perspective on what goes into doing things like this show or making games or making books or things like that. So I really enjoyed the, in the first episode, they did a breakdown of sort of what it took to turn quests and chaos into basement shows. And I really, I thought that was a really interesting look into sort of we got the order and here's what we had to do. And we moved everything and then we moved it all back. And it was, uh, I was glad I was not involved, but uh, it was uh, uh, it was really interesting to hear all that goes into it and to sort of see the behind the workings. I, I'm, I'm, I really enjoyed it. Look forward to more episodes. Uh, the other thing is our Discord. Our Discord uh, is, as the kids say, popping off. There is... Uh, there's always something going on there to the point that I have turned off notifications because there's just too darn much going on there. And I really don't care what anyone else has to say. So I, uh, uh, our Discord is full of stuff. There's there's a freaking play by forum D&D game, I think. Maybe yep. d and I'm not sure yep. what. There's a, there's a play by forum game going on there. Um, there's board game talk. There's talk about every one of our games. Uh, in there, there are people asking questions of the GMs. The GMs are answering. It's a, uh, it's you know, there's a lot going on there. That that that's your entertainment. You know, yeah. stop stop scrolling your phone, looking at the the latest news about COVID. Go to our Discord and just hours of endless entertainment. Oh, this yeah, is the entertainment pictures. right here. This is <laughs> well. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get yeah. crazy. I was gonna say I'd uh, rather look at cat, cat pictures than than you know even watch our show. Just <laughs> no, not really. I don't. Uh, uh, so, uh, I think that that pretty much covers, uh, all the announcements that I was told about. Uh, thank you so much, uh, for joining us as always. Our community is why we do this. Uh, we, we love to get together. There is one more thing I forgot. Um, you get this week, uh, you can join us. I'm going to be, Tiana asked me to run a one-shot Cthulhu game for some of her friends who have another stream. And so we're going to cross the streams a little bit here, which you should never do. Uh, and I am going to run a, uh, a con game for one stream onslaught on stream onslaught. One shot onslaught. I, I, I periodically go and play D and D with them. They're, they're good friends of ours. Yeah. And so uh, tomorrow evening, five o'clock, four, four o'clock, uh, um, on one, whatever she said it was, I've already forgotten. Uh, <laughs> one shot onslaught. And one shot onslaught. Um, it'll be four o'clock our time. 
four o'clock Pacific. I'm going to be running. Write this down, Ezra. <laughs> Just write it down right now, so tomorrow <laughs> you don't forget it. I'm hoping. I'm. I don't think I have to host. So you know, I'm just showing up to run the game. No, Adam. Um, uh, uh, Adam will will do the hosting because you know it's his it's his stream, and then he'll intro you and be like, "Have fun. Let's do this." So I'm going to be running uh, Yggdrasil, which is one of the games that I run at local at conventions, uh, uh, and I'm really excited about it. It is uh, it is a low everything uh, Cthulhu game. So it's if if I do my job right, there might not be any dice rolled the whole game. That is, uh, I've once I ran it and there were no dice rolled, and that was Ooh. that was awesome. But, and everyone died. <laughs> no, it's it's essentially four hours of a family bickering. You know, that's if if Spoilers. I do it. <laughs> so, uh, so if you wanted to watch us play Knives Out, this is your opportunity. There you go. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, the family's nicer than the Knives Out family for the most yeah, part. Yeah, or if you want to relive what Thanksgiving is like. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's funny. That's actually my my like my tone of the game that I think about when I run the game. It's like the biggest conflict in this game is who's going to cook dinner, and like. Who's making the casserole? Because, you know, Aunt Carol always makes that damn flaming green bean casserole and everyone hates it. But, uh, that, that is, the, that is the, the tone of it. So uh, doing that tomorrow. Beans. As long as you're not using frozen, it'll be fine. <laughs> can, we not, can we not go there? <laughs> now, now I feel like we're playing the game. That's awesome. I was about uh, to, you're, as soon as you said the French casserole, I was like, it's in. Let's go. Come on, Nick. Let's fight. <laughs> You're from the Midwest. There's got to be ambrosia somewhere. There, my parents are not like that, but Thomas's were, and they would ask me why I'm not eating, and I was like, "Cause I eat food." <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, uh I can't disagree. Is. Ambrosia is terrible. Is there, is there spectator seating at your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's gonna be pay per view oh. this year. <laughs> you there's only so you you can the only way you can get away from it is to go outside that's it in the midwest in november yeah, in november yeah so it's <laughs> it's negative five and if you got a snowsuit you obviously live <laughs> uh you know that is a that is a, a glimpse into the family life of uh one midwestern family mm -hmm. so uh, it's kind of like uh it is it's kind of like thanksgiving meets uh, mountains of madness there, there you go, yeah. Ooh. Actually, I used to not be able to watch, um, what was that Jason Bateman show that I couldn't watch? Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, Arrested Development. I couldn't watch Arrested Development because it would give me anxiety attacks and I couldn't figure out why until I realized that it was my father's family. And then it was like, okay, everything's fine. I can watch this now. I just <laughs> yeah, remember that. Just, just put on my emotional snowsuit and watch <laughs> the show. Outstanding. Uh, I would love to run at the Mountains of Madness sometime, but that game... Um, it's like a and d game because half the game is shopping. Like, there's a whole section of the game that's just, and now you have to buy supplies for the Arctic. And uh, that doesn't go well. Uh, we have a little bit of inspiration to start off yep. here. Uh, uh, Tamago Tora, our, our longtime supporter and really good Yay. friend, um, who is mastering the art of Zoom, he's, he's been posting about today, uh, posts... A thousand to hope that the lesser Danes don't burn down the city. Mm -hmm. And then he no also gives a thousand bits to start more fires. So I'm guessing you get all of those. So <laughs> is that a controlled burn is what I'm, what, what am I supposed to take away from this? I don't know. Controlled um, burn around the pyramids. Yeah. 
Plus, we had three from last time. That's yes. right. Um, yeah. And this time you might need them. But, uh, uh, you <laughs> know. Ezra has I, been threatening to kill us. I think Tamago Tora is saying you start the fires and then you put them out. That's. Ah. Or somebody else there does. Whatever. <laughs> then you find out what the fire brigade but. is all about. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't want to jump in here. But, yeah, but you guys are the B team. You start all the fires, and then there's a C team that comes in <laughs> to put them all out. Yeah, is that uh, called the fire. I'll be, uh, I'll be running the chaos agents next week as the C team who comes in to clean up all the stuff you don't do. <laughs> oh, I want to be in. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> uh, Remy is a Cthulhu. Uh, 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 he would be a. He would be the dilettante. I think. That would be. Yeah. I don't uh, think he's a doctor. I like that. I'm totally outside of type at the moment. That's right. Mm. Uh, so, yes, one thing you might notice from the overlay is that these are, again, the B team. The lesser da uh, Dane society has joined us. Uh, they are, um, the last we saw of them, they had come off a boat from England and accepted Roger's offer to uh, go to work for him. Uh, and they've been off screen since then. Uh until someone needed them. Uh, one difference is that Donald, an original character, has joined the crew here. Uh, oh, and Donald. he is along with the B team. And uh, so we're going to start in, uh, uh, let's see, when did you, you guys left, you left Cairo right around when we were, like the end of March, I believe. It was April something. Did you leave in April? Uh, if, if you're talking about the Greater Dane Society, yes. Yeah, I wrote to April 7th is the April last 7th. day. There we I go. Have, so, uh, or, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we left on April 7th. Mm -hmm. So essentially, the, the Lesser Danes, the B team, I think I'll say that because it's easier. The B team has been, since you, you started working for Rogers, you have been essentially getting. Uh, You've been living high on the hog. You've been in a posh hotel. Um, you've kind of been waiting for his phone call. Uh, Donald has had a very different experience than the rest of you. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and uh, you have been essentially kept uh, in a, in a, a first-rate hotel uh, with a military driver who will take you around, an American military driver. Um, oh, my goodness. And you have been uh, 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 sequestered, basically, for all of this time. Donal, at the end of uh, uh, <laughs> at the end of your last run, uh, you were being taken off uh, for various immigration problems by the English authorities. It turns out that you learned that uh, the English government is a signatory to a treaty with most of the Western world that gives this newly formed Delta Green Agency a great deal of latitude in terms of extrajudicial matters. And so um, you spend a very unpleasant couple of weeks in a prison uh, where you very quickly teach people not to mess with you. Um, and you come out, you are brought out of it by uh, American MPs and you are cleaned up and given about a week to get back in shape. Uh, and then you are told to where, where you're gonna report. So we start around, uh, 
April, let's see, when did you send the message? April 10th, you sent the message to Rogers, the, t- the, the three-part telegram. Uh, so April 11th, you are all summoned to the American embassy. Seven part. No, yeah, it was a long. It was a, yeah, there was a lot. Yeah. Start off with one, and then we sent seven more follow-up ones yeah. to clarify. And then it's we like, sent another one like days later, just going. So remember all that. Forget about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was all wrong. It's um, it's like the uh, the answering machine message in uh, uh, what's that movie? That oh god, that's terrible. I'm an, I'm old. Uh, slackers? No, not slackers. The 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 swing one that was. Swingers? Swingers, there you go. God, I'm old. <laughs> the swing one gave it away. <laughs> I know. That was, its, uh, that was his original title before the, uh, yeah, the, swing before one, the yeah. studio changed it. <laughs> Untitled Swing Project. There we go. <laughs> and, and so you are br- all brought to the American Embassy. Um, I don't think any of you know who Donald is. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. Uh, oh, Doyleson, you have seen this man before. That's right. Because and he was, Donald, he was you one of the, Doyleson before. Yeah, because he was one of the ones who hauled an unconscious been bleeding Alexandria into my into my surgery. Yes. Uh and so um you two recognize each other. Uh and there is a gentleman, a a no-nonsense government factotum who most of you know, all of you know, as Agent Rogers, is sitting at a desk and uh all right, look. I'm bringing you all together. You've been deputized. You're now part of Delta Green. I'm going to tell you some things now that cannot lean, cannot leave this room. So in the Great War, the goddamn Germans tried anything they could to win towards the end. And part of it was they they pulled out some of that Wagner bullshit they believe in and tried to use the supernatural to win the war. And they found some ways to bring creatures from somewhere else out there. And it was all, it all seemed like hooey and applesauce, but it's not, and you know it's not, and I know it's not. And that's why Delta Green was formed, because we can't admit to the general public that any of this crap is real, because they're not ready for it. So, most of the members of the League of Nations and the United States signed the Omega Treaty, which created the Omega Protocol. The Omega Protocol allows Delta Green to have extra jurist, extra judgmental jurisdiction and take the actions that are necessary to stop these things. I'm sure some of you read in the paper about an English royal an english uh, noble family where there was a uh, a distressing fire and that was us because it turns out there was an honest to goddamn werewolf in that house oh i'm not gonna let an honest to goddamn werewolf run around the english countryside so once once the once the initial nimrods that we have trying to clean this stuff up told me there was a werewolf there we have a good enough relationship with our English friends that I was able to send in a squad of soldiers with flamethrowers. This next problem that I need you to deal with is a totally different matter because Egypt has not signed the Omega Treaty. 
Egypt will not allow me to send in a platoon of soldiers. So you are my platoon of soldiers. How many soldiers are in this room? Well, one wannabe. Hey! <laughs> no, you you served in the First World War, right, Flint? Nope. In the, in the Great War? Oh, you didn't? Oh. No, that, that, that was me. Um, but I shot a trespasser once. <laughs> it counts. Hmm. Uh, that, um, that aforementioned team of Nimrods left Egypt after summoning some sort of ancient pharaoh queen. And he puts a picture down of an African-American woman on the, uh, 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 on the thing. This is, uh, well, her historical name, forgive me, is Nitocris. Um, she's going by uh, an assumed name that we don't know. She has taken over most of the cult activities in Cairo and in the, in, really in Egypt. Um, she took over from this man and she puts down a picture of Omar al- he puts down a picture of Omar al-Shakti, the man who killed himself to bring Nidacris into back into existence. And al-Shakti was a, a minor crime lord who it appears was also a major runner in the, uh, in the cult, the cult of the Black Pharaoh. So the last group that was in there fled and then sent me a telegram from the middle of the Suez Canal telling me the mess they'd made of things. And then they sent like five more additions to that telegram trying to change what they said. But it's very simple. You're going into Cairo and you're going to kill Nitocris. So where's Alexandra? She is somewhere in the Suez Canal. She's not Cairo. Well, I mean, no, they have all left Cairo. That doesn't sound like her. Uh, so is this your 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 team there, Donald? It's that did this. I wouldn't say it's my team anymore, but I know a few of them. Good good fellows, very well meaning. <laughs> no. They're not the best of operatives, but they good intentions there. Uh, so Rogers, who I know the doctor. I know this doctor from um, from New York, I believe. Yeah, good to see you again. Doyle Doyleson, right? Doyleson, yeah. These others are Flint Thorn Castle. Pleasure to meet you. All right. Pretty good with a rifle. Oh, good. Joe Durston. Pretty good. Pretty good with a pistol, but also uh, very agile. And then, uh, huh, Emma. Emma, I don't have your last name. <laughs> uh, that's Emma Stansfield, darling. <laughs> Emma Stansfield, uh, who is named M. There must always be an Emma. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's a that's a part of the Omega Treaty for some reason. There always has to be an Emma. Uh, we have oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, my second favorite Twitch user, Squirrel on the Run, slides First, five bits 
to Flint Thorn Castle. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Flint. For the I think it was in honor of you growing your own mustache. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's that's um, dedication, man. And uh, my favorite occupant of Drury Lane, the Muffin Mage, since yep. I carried inspiration to the players to kill Nitocris. Let's do it. That happening. Ooh, I don't All know that if that's going to happen. I, I get, so werewolves descended men with flamethrowers. Resurrected Egyptian queen. How do you kill one of those? Well, do we have the book that they had that they used to make it? Book? There's always a yeah. book. There's always a book. Uh, I don't know what book you're referring to, but um, it is Delta Green's stated mission to use as much as we can fire to fight fire. And so if you find any sort of books or things like that, we will add them to our armory. That didn't right. answer my question. <laughs> oh, he didn't notice. Um, so uh, we have a man on the inside in Cairo that we will connect you with. Uh, we're going to we're going to sneak you in with whatever equipment you need. In if you go through our agent in Cairo, you can get. We have access to some heavier ordnance and possibly some explosives as needed. Uh, but again, the English no longer are the governing group of of Egypt. So. I can't stress enough the danger of acting extra-governmentally in Egypt. If if you're caught by the by the the authorities, if you are if you die in the line of duty, you are not officially any sort of you have no official connection to the United States government. Delta Green is supranational. We're supernatural? Is that what you said? Supernational. Oh. Might be the, it might be the okay. All right, 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 right. I just I thought he said it. Uh, so in Cairo, you will connect with Mr. Oh, Nigel Wasif. Nigel what? Wasif. Nigel Wasif. He's the editor of the Cairo Bulletin. Okay. He's also a spy, an English spy. That makes that, that makes his, his interaction with Alexandria all the more amusing to me. Oh my gosh! I just it's yep. I don't know what I'm doing. So King Shikamaru gives me 500 yep. inspiration, which thank you, King Shikamaru, oh. and uh, the Muffin Mage, who I know, As yes, I know, three. gives me two inspiration to kill the Lesser Dane Society. Cool. What? And Jay Matthews, favorite Twitch user, possibly my second. I don't know. Uh, Jay Matthews eighty five gives me another inspiration <laughs> because no one will miss the backup characters. I will. Shave this, right I would. This Emma's oh. been through a lot. This Emma <laughs> in an That's alternate pretty. universe has an eye patch. 
that's true. That Emma has uh, has lived a little. Yep. Uh, she's ridden the Orient Express. And lived to tell. And mm -hmm. nope, actually tell didn't. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Hugo, that that was amazing. That he anyhow. No, that's a whole. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, did also did you get Tamagatoras? I'm assuming Ezra, this one is for you. Um, pie is incorporated into their deaths. I mean, pie is incorporated into my dinner. I don't know about uh, anybody's death. No, no, that's that's a reference back to the to the to your mitten, where I was upset yeah. that you hit oh, yeah. in the face with a pie before oh. I ever did in a game. Applings, what you gonna do? They're kind of tricky. <laughs> uh, so, um, so you are loaded into a car. First of all, uh, you all can have whatever weapon you know think of weapons you want you have rifles i know uh flint has a uh, uh flint has an elephant gun mm -hmm. um they will you know they'll give you you can all have rifles you yeah. can have pistols whatever you want i've got i've got a regular rifle and, a, and an elephant gun yeah. just in case you know yeah, they give you a 30-06 uh, I currently have a 45 pistol, which I think yeah. might be the best that I can get because my my firearm stuff is all is, is on handguns. Sure, mm -hmm. yeah. Matt, mine is two. Is a 45? What's the damage on a 45 versus a 38? Uh, 45 is a 1d10 plus two, and mm -hmm. I have the I actually have the thing open at the moment. Okay. A 38 is a 1d10. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a. <laughs> Hunting knife. I don't know what what else would I need beyond that. I feel obligated to like up to you to put think. on a flamethrower now. <laughs> um, flame. So here's the fun part about flamethrowers in World War One. Uh, hmm. In World War Two, they were only sort of unreliable. In World War One, they were more dangerous to the person using it than they were to who the person they were being used on. I'm yeah. aware of that. It doesn't mean I'm not tempted to scrap one on. It doesn't mean I'm going to walk out with it, but I might scrap one on. <laughs> And then put another, it back down and be like, that another was Another Emma would second the flamethrower because then could we fashion it to actually just squirt milk? <laughs> A milk thrower? <laughs> you needed that last time. Boy, yep. did we. Uh, so Ezra, did you get my cat Kevin for 500? I did. My cat Kevin also giving me 500, one inspiration, 500 bits. Thank you so much. People. It's actually my cat Penny, but you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, but but uh, already uh, going to kill us. Stop getting <laughs> inspiration. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. This is already stacked against us pretty heavily. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I have told the players this. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll let it on stream. This like Cthulhu is made. The Call of Cthulhu is super dangerous if you're going to engage in combat. It's not a fun fight game, uh, and so. This is going to be a lot of combat scenario, maybe, depending on how diplomatic uh, the, the, the B team wants to be. Uh, all right, so you you are loaded loving, into... Loving alcohol. Yeah. After last time, like yeah. apparently you can't underestimate the use of that stuff. Uh, uh, you are actually flown into Cairo. Ooh. You fly from London to Paris. You, you, you basically hopscotch all the way down the Balkans. Um, mm -hmm. And you land at an American army base, uh, uh, army base in outside of Cairo, and then uh, you are let loose on the city. <laughs> the the muffin mage is back with five hundred uh, inspiration to Amy because we need all the Emmas to survive. 
We really do. We have to we have to smoosh them together to make Emma Prime. The extent yeah. and kill that lady wherever she may be. <laughs> Was that the next ritual? Is to make an Emma Prime to Emma go Prime. up against Nidacris? Okay. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's like Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> the extended Emma verse is uh, happening here. Uh, so, yeah, you are you are let out of uh, this uh, this base. Um, and you are, you know, your luggage is being sent uh, to the Palace Hotel, which is like one of the nicest hotels in downtown Cairo. It has not been on fire recently, so that's a bonus. Um, and uh, your luggage, including whatever ordinance you wanted to pick, and you are told to, uh, uh, you are told to connect with uh, Nigel Wasif for more uh, intel on your target. And then however you decide to take out the target is up to you. Did we get uh, a place where we could go and meet him or did, or, or did we want to just go and meet him at the newspaper? That, that's their suggestion is just to meet him at the, yeah. at, at the newspaper. Okay. Yep. Uh, I Scala can... Grimmer, Grimmer, I don't know, Scala Grimmer thinks that mm -hmm. I have too much inspiration. I so agree. I agree. 500 bits to the players. Thank, Thank you, Scala you. This is, man. I love it. You guys are uh, making it rain out there. That's uh, something. Someone's I gonna say. make rent. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's not gonna die. <laughs> that's. Oh, that's it's gonna take are. more than inspiration. Uh, so yeah, you. It is. Um, it is evening of April twelfth at this point, and uh, you are. You have a lovely dinner in downtown Cairo, and then the night is yours if you wish to use it. Do we have anybody who's, who speaks uh, this language? Uh, I'm afraid not. Nope. I'm more Latin mm -hmm. and Chinese myself. That would have been useful. Do we know anyone we can use to do the interpretations for us? Is that a good idea even? I mean, let's, let's meet our contact. I mean, he'll probably speak not, English, and then we can trust him to... Hmm? That's not until the morning. Well, yeah, but is there anything that we need to do tonight? Get sleep. Well, sleep I, I kind of like to know what the rest of your experience is with uh, how the rest of you got involved with Delta Green. Uh, I see that um, I know that John's former military, but the rest of you, why were you recruited? Uh, we fought some uh, plague gremlins on a cruise ship. <laughs> plague gremlins. Plague gremlins. Uh, yay tall. Heisman babies. Green. Mm -hmm. They cast sorcery and little beams that would, uh, you didn't want to be hit by them. They figured yeah, out a way, they, they figured out a way to weaponize plague and it got loose on the ship. Didn't we light it on fire? I think we did. Always, always. I, who figured out how to weaponize plague? Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. All right. but other than the plague gremlins on a boat, what else? I think I shot a chupacabra once. Pretty sure, but it got away. Has a, uh, oh, I'm, a, I'm on a quest. Okay, but has the agent fellow explained to you what the, the others are up to? What Alexandra, Emma, and the others have been doing? The reason they're traveling the globe? Uh, helping to resurrect an Egyptian queen. I certainly hope that's not what they're doing. We we, we've heard a little bit of the explanation, but not a whole lot. We don't need to know a whole lot in order to complete our side of the job. 
We know as much as you do. You seem awfully concerned about this, about Alexandria and them. Why, 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 why haven't you gone to be with them? I've been in prison. How did that happen? What'd you do? I was on the wrong side of a, an insurrection of a civil war. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm Irish. that's the shorter version of that answer yes yeah Yeah, and i'm like the agent arranged somehow to get me out of there so i'm whatever he needs me to do i'm I'm more than happy to uh assist with this project but i I do have to tell you this this situation that the others are in is it's it's nightmare stuff i take my purse and basically like hide it under my chair as soon as he says i'm irish All right. Yeah, I can, I can believe that. Uh, there's this, um, I don't know what he is, a, a god of deity or something, this um, black pharaoh fellow who's like um, like an aspect of another, of a larger something that I, I'm not explaining this very well. This is not my Abalahu, but uh, he, he's from, he was in Egypt and his base of power is here. I, I'm assuming this Knight of Chris is some sort of... Um, a cult? This is very much stuff, obviously occult stuff. And um, I, I wish that one of them were here to explain it better because it's not my, I guess it's not my expertise. But at any rate, um, all I know is these, these understand um, the Black Pharaoh fellow is supposed to be bringing um, some other fellow, uh, some other horrible, horrible ancient deity back to earth to destroy everything. Um, so, so Rogers explained, Rogers explained to us that some sort of uh, cataclysm and under a year is approaching or so. Right. Uh, January 20, I believe. Next year. Well, then that I, that, that makes sense then. If this Nidacris lady has taken over the cult of the Black Pharaoh, she's working to, to probably bring him back. So maybe, maybe, we're, maybe, maybe not, but let's just maybe. put out as many of these fires as we can, right? Yeah, um, I hate cultists anyway. We just go and kill them. There was, so a cult, is, there was a cult operating in England that we'd already dealt with, and they were trying to do something similar, trying to summon some horrible, horrible ancient being in a ritual site they had out in the English countryside, and we took care of him in that cult. Um, perhaps something similar is happening here in oh, Egypt. Donald, so, intelligence role. There we go. Ah, tw- 14 success, which is actually the it's a hard success. Did you take care of the cult? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we took care of the, the cult leader. I'll put it that way. That's a little Certainly more accurate. And then the, the other cult leader came after us, and the second cult leader we also took care of too. That's two cults. <laughs> so wait a second, Donald. Can you back up and explain? There was with this cult. Did this cult in England bring forth a god or a pharaoh? Uh, I think if they did, we all would be dead right now. They did not. They did not succeed in their okay. their evil horrible plans of some sort uh, and the grounds where they were using to do the ritual um, Delta Green uh, cleansed all that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and That's what he mentioned. All right. Got it. And, and, and your lot were fighting something in New York. That's what had you bringing Alexandra to my door when I met you first. Something was fighting us, frankly, in New York. I don't even know if we were very successful there. We barely got out with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got out with your lives. That's not nothing. Right, so, so did, what, did, what, um, what does did everyone here do? I'm sorry, what did you say? What does everyone do as far as um, what 
skills do you have? I'm a reporter. I work for The Scoop, so I have some knowledge in the mysterious and unknown because that's what we report on. Well, this contact is also a newspaper fellow as well. That'd be a good mm -hmm. person for you to, to uh, talk with. I was an acrobat in a traveling circus, but these cultists, they came over they had, uh, were looking for a book that they thought my mother had. And uh, they came, they took my father's life, they took my mother's life and they smashed our caravan. And I ran away. When I came back, they took all my belongings and went out in search of them. So that's why I'm here to find the cult and find out what they did. Right, so you're more breaking and entering type. That'd be good. So we have a question for you, the Brits here. Why is an Irishman in charge? Since technically they're in charge of nothing and obviously can't even execute an insurrection properly. Emma? I don't think I'm in charge of anything, frankly. It's, I think You're I just, acting like it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, no, no, I just, just know a little bit about the... Yeah, he's just getting uh, to know us. And, okay, mustache man? What? How much, what's, what's with the big gun, sir? And I don't mean that as a euphemism. <laughs> Not that kind Andre. of game. I mean, it works as that kind of euphemism, too. <laughs> I uh, crack down and hunt game. Uh, that'll be good. All right. Uh, well, we, we need to essentially gather intel on what we're up against, figure out who this person, what she looks like, where she is, where she's located. And if we can even kill her. I hope we, I certainly hope we can. That's the if real people question. come back from the dead, then. It sounds well, like some scurvy magic to me. And that's really the question is, where can we go and research what Nitocris is? Um, is she dead? Is the cult, did the cult bring her back as a mummy? Is she like a unmummified? Is this like a ghostly possession? Roger, um, Roger did show us a picture of her, right? Yes, and she was a young, okay. attractive African-American, uh, African woman, I guess. <laughs> Just African, I imagine. <laughs> and, but, and if we end up having to encase her in concrete and dropping her at the bottom of the ocean instead of killing her, do you think Rogers will have any objections to that? He, he killed an entire noble family with flamethrowers, so probably not. Okay. But, did he mention what the woman's name was? What I'm trying to get at no, here is- No, no, she's going under an alias right yeah. now and we don't know what it yeah. is. We're gonna have to meet you know, with so her. Is she a re, re I, I don't know how to put this, reliquified, like rejuiced, dried out mummy? <laughs> or is she the spirit Ew. of the mummy possessed in another individual? That's Rogers didn't, uh, did Rogers specify? I'm sorry if, if I forgot, but he just was like, yeah, oh. an Egyptian Queen picture. has returned from the dead, and it's like, and he showed us a picture. And that's kill her again. <laughs> the telegram that was sent to Rogers was uh, maddeningly unclear on how Nitocris actually came back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't imagine how that would have happened. <laughs> there were two whole telegrams for that. They didn't have to make sense, but I figured piece it together. <laughs> there was something about a sword or something. Uh, so yeah, the the first the the night will pass uneventfully. 
you'll you'll have a, a, a nice rest. Um, and you can go and uh, meet the next day, Nigel Wasif. He is at the offices of the uh, uh, of the the courier, and he is a um, he is obviously an Anglophile. He is uh, dressed impeccably in the latest British fashion. Uh, he is very excited to uh, to see some of you. Um, you were also given a catchphrase that will let him know that you know that he's a spy. Which is a spy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you're a spy is the catchphrase. <laughs> they never expect that one. Uh, yes, hello, my friends. Hello, welcome. Welcome to Cairo. Tell me, how can I be of assistance? Do we, have we already given the catchphrase to him? Is that, was that your lead? You just walk in and... <laughs> well, no. I, the swallow flies at midnight. <laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't catch what, the, what, what was it actually? I didn't know if that was actually... Uh, the catchphrase is um, uh, Omega 37. Okay, uh, we'll come up with something clever. Like, we're, we're here to follow up on the Omega 37 story that you wrote a couple years back. So as soon as you say that, he will very calmly and cheerily stand up and close the door to his office. Um, I'm guessing that England sent you? I mean, we dispatched from England, but the U.S. sent us. Huh. You're American. Uh, well, um, I am an agent of the British Empire, and so uh, you you have, you've, you've, how can I help? What do you need? What is your what is your mission here? Actually, uh, I was under the impression we were here to help you with a uh, resurrected Egyptian queen. Oh, oh, you're the strike team. Well, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually feeling really badass right now. Like, yeah, we're gonna actually. Oh, wait, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. oh boy. <laughs> but part of my brain is like. Hell yeah, we are. We're here to take out a resurrected sorceress queen. Mm -hmm. Damn straight. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, this is going to go smooth. There's no way this could possibly go wrong. I mean, straight down. There's not going to be a single bump on the way. <laughs> yeah. No, so we've got asked this gentleman here about the cultists. Well, we weren't told to concern ourselves too much with the... The well, cult of the Black Pharaoh? That's right. The, the, this 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 lady, this uh, resurrected queen, we're told is is uh, leading the or has consolidated a lot of the cult of the Black Pharaoh around herself. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, the the former head was Omar Al Shakti, and he has disappeared mysteriously. And uh, this woman, who claims to be the reincarnation of Nitocris, uh, she has consolidated power and taken over. She's usually here in Cairo, but she has also taken over Al Shakti's compound, which is uh, out towards Giza. He has a uh, plantation, a cotton plantation that he used as his base of operations. It's, uh, are, you're, <laughs> so at this point, it becomes, you know, uh, everybody make a psychology role. Nice. Okay. Nope. Uh, Poop on a stick. No. Oh. 
No, I totally, totally did not. Okay. So uh, it's one of my things. Doylson is the only one who made it. Uh, It is clear that he is like getting off on playing the spy game. Of course. And, you know, he's like, you're here to to kill Nitocris? Oh my goodness, that's so exciting. And deal with the cultists. No, no, our job is just to kill her. We'll probably have to do the cultists too. We'll probably have to, but our priority is Nitocris. Especially um, since she's the one consolidating power. If we can, if we can kill her, we'll scatter their power. Well, you know, tonight there is a gala at the Egyptian Museum, and this whatever Nitocris's new role and name is, um, I have a few pictures of her. And he pulls out one of the pictures that Rogers showed you. Mm. Um, he has mm-hmm. two other pictures of her that Rogers didn't have that kind of look like society page photos mm. of her sort of hobnobbing with rich, uh, with other rich Egyptians. Uh, and Wasif will explain that at least in one of them, um, she's also hobnobbing with high-level Egyptian government officials. Oh, that's not good. No, no, not at all. Is there a name attached to any of these? No, no. She... Someone, someone who's gotten that powerful without letting her name get around. That's... Yeah, so how I was about to was say, it? who took the pictures? I mean, honestly, how do you like take a picture without getting attribution? You know, who's... For the, for the caption, at least. I, I yeah. mean, I, I asked the photographer. It was a, this was uh, uh, provided to me by uh, the, uh, the Al Shakti family. Uh, which is the name? Which is the the umbrella of his various interests and organizations? Uh, they have a charitable side, uh, the Al Shakti Foundation, and this was a fundraiser for the Al Shakti Foundation. And I asked uh, in my in my role as the editor, I asked for some publicity shots, and every shot they sent me had this woman in it. This is the three they sent me. And they didn't list any name for her, but they named all of the other people in the picture. And I, and what, I, I replied back asking who the woman in the picture was, and I've had no response. And what does the Al Shakti Foundation can, contribute to? Uh, they, they give large amounts of money to the various soup kitchens and uh, um, uh, mosques that uh, care for the poor and indignant here in Cairo. Mm-hmm. But she will be at this gala tonight at the at the Egyptian Museum. Do we think any of us would want to put ourselves in a situation of exposing ourselves to her at this point? We need to figure out who she is, at the very least. If we no, can we just need to wait for her to enter or exit the uh, plantation compound and snipe her. That works too. We're gonna get some intel as well. Perhaps see what she's, what she's up to. Um, but I don't know who amongst us is uh, as good at sort of infiltration, sort of missions like this. <laughs> and Emma goes to another party. <laughs> exactly. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of important in the party circle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, do we know where her, where the, um, where the compound is in Giza specifically? 
yeah, he'll he'll give you the exact location. It's a large, it's a plantation, so it's many acres. Okay. And my guess is that there's probably not like a tree or something to hide in because Cairo's no, we'd have to remarkably low on those things. All five of us behind the tree like this. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm thinking about our snipers and having somewhere high up to shoot from. It doesn't have to be high up, but we would need something to cover ourselves that would blend in. I mean, you could maybe find... No, you'd need to be on the compound to get a good shot. Yeah, no, we'd have Possibly to go in. Hide in the cotton field, but, you know, um, sniper rifles in 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 the twenties were not, you know, like rifles were not gonna shoot a mile, a mile oh, away. I know? wonder if they need more people to work at this thing. Or deliveries, what's yeah. delivered in yeah. and out of the compound. Yeah. Uh, you can easily find, uh, Wasif can easily find out for you. Um, although he says, you know, there is a it's, a, it's a cotton plantation. So cotton is being picked up and delivered uh, mm -hmm. fairly, uh, you know, daily. Right, but I was thinking about, you know, if we could get close to her during this thing, we might not even wait, have to wait for her to get out. We, we can't take her out in, in public. That would be ridiculous. There's, yeah. also, there's all sorts of ways at a party to, to get someone in, uh, into a private corner. That's a hell of a uh, Come on, don't you know this? Alexandria told me that. That's, that was more her style. She was up close. <laughs> it's not really my special. Mm. Who else are in, who else is in the pictures with her besides El Shakti, her and so El Shakti is not in the pictures because remember El Shakti's okay. dead. You guys know that. Well, you oh, guys okay. know that El Shakti's dead. He um, it's clear that Wasif does not know that El Shakti's dead. He just says El Shakti has mysteriously disappeared. Okay, but um, we were told that he that he uh, died with by the sword. Rogers. We were told that he disappeared. I don't know if we were told that he died. I uh, think I think it was in the telegrams yeah, the because telegram the last one that we sent was yeah. yeah. So do uh, we know who else is in the pictures? Yeah, Hilton. There, um, one of them is with uh, some rich socialites in mm -hmm. uh, some Egyptian, and then the other one is with government officials, so people from the Interior Ministry. Uh, Wasif can get you entry to this gala, mm -hmm. uh, whoever wants to go. I think that having at least a couple of us go to this gala is a good idea to at least start trying to gather some information on her. If this is one of the only places where she'll appear in public is at events like these, then getting as much information as we can get is all to the better. And who do we think? Well, I, I, I'm thinking that... Uh... Uh, our, our two style people here, <laughs> Mr. Doyleson and uh... oh, Emma and Doyleson would be perfect. Emma, to go yeah. but <laughs> I, I, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to try to see if I can get into and work with one of these things. You know, I got some skills in that area, mm -hmm. serving, playing all that. Uh, John, I don't feel you look the part, frankly. Apologies, but it looks like most of the employees for events like this are going to be native locals. That's that. Yeah, that Wasif will Wasif will, will will say that um, it would be unheard of for a white person to be serving drinks at any event in in Cairo. That's 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 my concern about getting onto the plantation disguised as any delivery drivers or anything like that as well. As we are 
all a little too white for that. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking to blend in. The lines of like an episode name that would get us in trouble. We're all right. (laughs) All too white for this. Yeah, I was going to say I have disguise, but that's not going to work. It's not the right kind of disguise. I can get the jacket and the hat, but yeah. Right. What? What if Thorncastle and Dursa and myself are security on the outside? We keep an eye on things from the outside while the two of you infiltrate. Care to go to a party, Miss Emma? Absolutely, Dr. Doyleson. <laughs> um, all right, so um, Flint, Joe, and Donald all make me, let's call them spot hidden rules. Find good hide, hidey holes. And- well, before that, I do want to look into materials for a ghillie suit or two okay. ghillie suits. So, um, long range. Before our time. The, mm-hmm. the, a little after our time. The trick- no, no, no. Yeah, it was a ghillie suit World War One. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. I mean, it's camouflage has has been around since time yeah. immemorial. Um, the trick is urban is much harder. Like here, you know, you want to find somewhere on a roof, maybe or something. I'm talking about, talking about the, 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 the plantation. Plant. I'm expecting yeah. we're gonna have to go to the plantation later. I'm just doing a little bit of prep work. But anyhow, for this, I'm rolling four. What am I rolling? Three of you make spot hiddens. Give me a thumbs up if you got it. where's spot hidden oh my god i'm not good at that (laughs) all right so mediocre um, uh, not i'm not i'm not the 68 that silvano is right yes okay so we um two out of three missed it so you find an okay spot it's got some overlook of the um of the front entrance where people main people are coming in but it doesn't really have any coverage on uh, uh, it doesn't have any coverage of any of the back entrances, but you are on a, you're on a, the roof of a small building that is overlooking uh, the entrance to the British museum, the stairway, up, the grand stairway up to the, to the British museum. And if we get caught, we could always say that, that we were hired by uh, Doyleson to protect him or something. No, we're not getting caught. That would link us to him. Oh, yeah. We're not, we're not getting caught. All right. That's so true, um, it is, you guys, the 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 uh, outside team, you're going to need to get up there fairly early so that you're not going up there like once the gal has started. Um, it does not seem, uh, with, with one spot hidden, it does not seem like this is a high security event. Um, it seems like it's pretty much just the museum's security. Uh, but it's not, um, it's not like, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of outside security that you can see. Um, there's like one guy at the, at the door of the museum. Uh, that's about it. So, uh, Emma and Doyleson, you both have invitations. So, uh, you get, you get all gussied up, uh, and, uh, about six o'clock, you head to the British. Uh, do you want to go in when it starts? Do you want to go in the middle? When do you want to? Oh, I, I, I think at least a half hour after it's meant to start, possibly okay. forty-five minutes. All right. Um, yeah. So you uh, you head in, and there's uh, uh, a uh, there's a, fa- a, a photographer taking pictures of people that come in. Uh, on the outside, you guys have not seen uh, Nidacris enter. Anyone that looks like that picture. Uh, 
most people drive up to the steps and they start walking up and you have a pretty good view of them. You haven't seen anyone that matches that description going in. Uh, and uh, you two, when you go in, um, it's not terribly high security. There's one guy at the door who checks your invitations uh, and then you are sauntered in. And this, um, in the Egyptian museum, there's a room that is essentially meant to be uh, a Pharaoh's tomb. In, it's like the inside of a pyramid and that's where this ball is taking place. Okay. So you are led into this massive ballroom that has uh, uh, sarcophagi and these statue, these these twenty foot tall black stone statues that to other people that are not here would look very familiar. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, and uh, you know walls of hieroglyphics and all of this stuff, and the room is the room is more than half full. And there are, you know, there are lovely canops being passed around and beverages, mm -hmm. champagne is flowing freely. Do I see any of the ministers from any of the pictures that we've seen so far? Make a spot hidden roll. Come on, dice. I was gonna Woo! ask that. Um, if we had paid so attention. You, the outside team can also make spot hidden rolls. I just made it. All right, so uh, go ahead and outside team make your rolls. 60 is not a success. All right. So I got a hard success. Hard success. Nice. So you definitely see one of the ministers from the, the interior minister. Uh, uh, we'll call him. Uh, minister uh, A. We'll call him uh, Minister Asif has. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Do I want to use that name? And I'll point him out. Okay. Yeah. You point him out. So. Uh, and and Emma, you see the same thing. You see um, the interior minister with it looks like maybe two aides is sort okay. of, you know, making his he's he's making the rounds of the party. Hmm. Okay, so I grab Doylson under the arm and I intercept that row of people okay. so that he gets to me next. Yeah, sure. yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, make an appearance roll. Um. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm yes. just her. I'm just her arm, arm candy. So it's it's a hard success. Yes. So uh, Minister Asif uh, uh, clearly takes notice of you, and he 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 uh, he says, "Oh, uh, hello, madam. How uh, uh, how enchanting to meet you. Tell me what brings you to this this gala tonight." Oh, Minister, this is very exciting. I have never been such an to such an exotic place before. Um, is all of this you're doing in here? This is a fantastic party. Yes, all of the items you see in here are reclaimed from the hated English. <laughs> For what it's worth, John Doyleson is, is an American. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. They were, they were, these were all items that the English wished to take back to their British museum. Mm -hmm. No, thanks to the work of my country and my and our overthrowing of the the colonial yoke, we have connected and returned Egypt's birthright. And so you're telling little, me there's a little bit oh. of fanaticism to his voice as he says. Okay, and I'm sure so I can feel Emma's arm gripping just a little bit tighter on like my it. arm. Yeah. <laughs> 
so you're telling me. And I kind of like, after I regain my composure and be like, everything's good. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I kind of lean away from Doyleson and just sort of pet his arm and just say, so you're telling me you lead the team to acquire all of these magnificent items. Well, uh, I, I have certainly put a lot of work into it, but so have so many people. Uh, it is there. I am blessed that there are many fellow Egyptians who believe that our birthright and our culture belongs in Egypt. Mm -hmm. So who are all of these statues? Oh man. All right. So now he will start to, um, um, he's either making stuff up or he has a really good knowledge of Egyptology. Um, okay. If either of you have any archaeology, you can roll it. Ha. See if you nope. can tell if he's, um, he doesn't the 1 see. 1% chance. Go for it. I mean, I, I could uh, psychology and see if I can tell if he's lying, but that's yeah. not all I got. I'd accept that. I'd accept that. Could I, yeah. re could I reverse fast talk him? <laughs> reverse fast talk? Slow talking oh, him? Goodness. Uh, <laughs> I got a 91. All right. This, he is, he is chapter and verse telling you exactly who's who and what's what. My goodness. Um, okay. And so he is, um, he is, you know, he'll give you like a, a tour of, mm -hmm. uh, uh, of, of everything that is going around and he will start to talk about all the various places mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the various things in here. Um, and about, after about 30 minutes, uh, he says, Madam, you must excuse yes. me. Pardon me. And he, he like makes his excuses and mm -hmm. he he steps over to one of the tall statues and you see sort of standing by the statue is that woman you saw in the picture and okay. she and the minister are talking. Okay. Did we see Can her come I... in? Nope. Hmm. I'm like, where's L on and this piece of paper? You guys here? on the outside, no one else has come in. You have been watching. Can we, so Donaldson and I, we just kind of like, um, I do one of those fake talks, like, um, can you hear what they're saying? Oh, you want to try and like slide in close and listen? Kind yeah. of, like yeah. I want to do this. We're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation and he's having a conversation over there. We're pretending to talk, but not talk. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to join in the listen as well. Let's see. You know what? I'll call that a listen rule. Sure. Okay. Oh, Wow. I need inspiration if I'm going to do this. How did you do? Uh, I made it. All right. So you could, so with one success, you will get close enough to hear stuff, but if they made the spot hidden roll, they will, it will be obvious to them. With two listen successes, you'll be close enough and it won't be obvious. Do it. Okay. I mean, my listen is 69. Let me change. Ooh, do I try ah. the dice again? Nice. Are you using Birds of Paradise? No, I'm not. I'm using, I don't even know who, I'm using the cheater dice. So I'm, I just oh. make a standard success. All right, so yeah, you, uh, you don't notice, uh, or there, you are not noticed, and you are both close enough to hear um, that she is clearly telling him that um, the delivery must be made to the compound by midnight tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, uh, the minister is sort of like, well, it's, it's very hard and they might, you know, they might, they might notice it's missing and so on and so forth. And, and she's just having none of it. She says it's delivered to the compound tomorrow by midnight. 
you know what you must do. And that's like a, that's like a, you're dismissed. You know what you have to do. Oof. Um, what does she sound like to us? What, does she have an accent of any variety? Does she sound, what, what does she sound like? She's speaking perfect English. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sounds like... Um, British English? Yes, British English. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, you can't, you don't detect any hint of an accent. Hmm. She was made out of Emma Prime, so I don't know how she turned <laughs> British, though. <laughs> um, Interesting. Mm, can I glance over? Because I'm doing one of those. I mean, we've all done this at a party where you're just like, don't look there, but there's a person that's really important over there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wheel around and look at her, she's obviously looking him dead in the eye. She's not looking around the room. That's right. Yeah, she okay. is like, as a matter of fact, she seems like super so focused on him that she's not even noticing like you got like she's oblivious to you too wow and when the conversation is over where does where do they part to does she kind of just slink back into the shadows does he like run off what happens he he like leaves he leaves the party to go and do some like he's he heads off like sort of berating the other two to get to work and you know we mm-hmm. have to make this happen and that sort of thing um and she just lingers sipping a champagne and sort of smiling and watching the party hmm. well doctor that one's yours <laughs> <laughs> possibly might be able to might be able and to pull. i grab so oh. if there's a server that comes by I grab two things of champagne handed to the doctor and be like you're up all right <laughs> <laughs> I, and I take I'm, the empties and go like go hide. <laughs> excellent. Um, I'm gonna linger for him for a second, not like obviously lingering, but like give it give it a second until I can see that her glass is a little low. She already rolled a hundred on the spot hidden. She has no idea you're even there. That was your <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was. I have to roll a hard success or we're screwed. So did I. <laughs> nope. I. I I, I should change out my dice. These are, I I need some birds of paradise. That's yeah, you I, do. I mean, clearly. All right. So once once I've noticed that her drink is low enough that a, that a gentleman could reasonably get away with offering her another drink, I'm going I'm going to walk over to her. Okay. So yeah, you um, yeah, she uh, she'll like look up. Finally, she notices you, and she sort of smiles, and she nods her head as you hold up the uh uh the glass and she will take the uh she will take the the glass of champagne and clink glasses with you and take a sip um shoot i'm bad at flirting (laughs) oh come on come on no i'm really bad at this (laughs) think 20s like just I'm the bad first line that comes to mind. Just, just give it a shot, and we'll, not... we'll re-roll with inspiration if it's terrible. Yeah, I was about to say, you're British. You're not British, so you can American. be a little bit inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, you can be a little inappropriate. Like, yeah, you're not British. You can be a little bit inappropriate. Nice. Nice. Um, all right, fine. Everyone's just staring at me. I love this. <laughs> I just thought of three mummy jokes that would probably get me slapped. Don't don't give it away. Don't do a mummy joke. 
<laughs> no, no. Um, if you're not comfortable, you could also, I mean, you could start a pseudo X card. This you could, we could come up with ideas for you to get out of the situation too. If you don't want to play it. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly really bad at this, and I don't want to be the one sticking my foot in my mouth. Oh, if there's a bad one, though, I want to hear it. <laughs> of all Are the jewels in Egypt, clearly the finest one is standing in front of me. Oh, there we go, the jewel of the Nile. That's so American. That's the best. <laughs> I like it. Um, all you have to do is spill a drink on her after that, and you nailed it. <laughs> all right. Um, she looks at you and she she involuntarily laughs. <laughs> um, oh wait, and we got five hundred inspiration for how do you how you doing, Doylson? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the backup line. You know, I'd rather be Joey in this situation. I really you would. Queen, how you doing? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Uh, my goodness, you are very bad at flirting. Yes, it's 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 uh, not a skill I'm particularly good at. I apologize. You are also not from Cairo. No, no, I'm not. You're American. Yes, I am. And what brings you to our beautiful city? Oh, curiosity mostly. This the 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 wonders of Egypt are of course spoken of worldwide, and I finally had opportunity to come and see for myself. Ah. And so you're a, uh, you're a tourist? Of sorts, yes. I see. And tell me your name? Uh, Dr. Doyleson, Dr. John Doyleson. A doctor? Yes. You're not an archeologist, are you, I hope? No, medical doctor. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> and your name, madam? I am, uh, make up a name. I am, <laughs> I am Sharifa Rawash. Sharifa Arash. Pleasure mm -hmm. to meet you. Of course. And why are you, what brings you to this gala? This is not a tourist event. No, uh, a, friend, a friend of mine was able to procure an invitation and she thought that it would be best that we we come and see the the lovely museum when it's not um when it when it when it's not so uh, full of other of other tourists it gets the the inside view of things so to speak i see this was not a not an inexpensive ticket you must uh, you must do rather well for yourself dr doylson well i keep myself busy i see you know we have so few skilled doctors here in cairo that's a shame, truly. Are you traveling or are you staying? Because were you staying, I might have a job opportunity for you. What sort of a job? Well, my, I run a very large cotton plantation and I'm not sure how much you know about the cotton business, but it can be a little dangerous for some of the workers mm. and having a doctor to aid them would uh, would certainly not only increase productivity but also uh, increase morale 
Oh, certainly. There, I've I've seen some of the things that the uh, the cotton machines can do. Terrible, terrible things. But I've 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 dealt with worse. Hmm. And uh, tell me, Doctor, are you? Where are you from? Uh, New York. New York. Oh, I would love to visit New York. You should come and visit sometime. It is, well, it's, it's, it's certainly very different from Cairo, but it has its own life to it. Yes, you know, there's a store that I would love to visit in New York. Really? Which one? Yes, it's called the Juju House. Perhaps hmm. you've been? I don't believe I have. Hmm. You, you seem strangely familiar for some reason. Have you been I... to Egypt before? I haven't, but I'm told that I have one of those faces. Ah, yes, I have one of those faces as well. I keep it in a closet. <laughs> Useful place to keep it, as long as, long as you keep cedar around it so the mobs don't get to it. Oh, I see. I appreciate that you were not put off by my little joke. Medical man, I, 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 dark humor is sort of my, my bailiwick. Hmm. Well, doctor, if you are interested, I would be very happy to show you my plantation. Maybe in a couple days, you could uh, come by. Let me give you the card of my assistant. I would be delighted. And she hands you a card that has uh, uh, a phone number on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, yeah, she says, call her assistant in a couple days and uh, she'll arrange a tour of the compound. And um, I would love to try and convince you to stay in Egypt forever. Well, depending on, on what sort of things you have going on, I might be able to be convinced. You know, my ancestors believed that someone that dies in Egypt lives on forever, eternal. Hmm. Perhaps. We could see if that even holds true for Westerners. Could be an interesting experiment. But if you will excuse me, I do need Certainly. to get back to running my large, large business. Excuse me. And she kind of fades back and, and you see her go out a side door. Okay. Um, and make a spot hidden roll. And I, um, Emma, I'll let you make this roll as well. Okay. While we're rolling, um, Spoonzo gave us another 500 bits for having your flirting skills ins insulted by Mythos Entity. <laughs> it's, it's not nothing. Uh, I rolled a critical success. Boom. That, that's good, because I rolled a 94. <laughs> yeah, Thomas is, getting, seven. Thomas is getting me new dice. <laughs> um, so with a critical success, you will see that when she goes to the side door, there are like six guys that have heavies written all over them. Mm. And they are immediately surrounding her. Okay. Do I see any weapons on them? Mm. With a critical success, you think there are definitely some guns in there somewhere. Okay. But no right. carrying like a sword or anything like that. Sure. So after giving them a few moments to fade off and me just sort of standing there going, 
I think I just got threatened. Reasonably sure I just got threatened. Great. What did what did she say? If you if 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 you die in Egypt, maybe you will live on eternally. Let's see if that holds true for Westerners. That feels like a threat. <laughs> it does. It also feels creepily romantic, but also a threat. <laughs> You know, with ancient Egyptian queens, it could go one way or the other, I suppose. Yeah, I love you forever. Now let me put you in cement and lock you here. I don't know. Right? So yeah. I, I, t I tell Emma all, all of what just transpired and that now I have a standing invitation to the plantation because doctors are in short supply here. But that's not going to help us get in before the delivery. Right. So. Mm. Um, is there anybody else at the party that looks like somebody that we need to know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like Emma knows what I'm looking yeah. for. I'm looking for a high roll in influencer peddling. Credit rating roll. Ooh. Thomas brought me new dice. Um, where's the other tens? This one? I like that you just looked at them like it's the first time you've seen dice. Well yeah. I just learned the first seen those dice. There's, it's the birds of paradise and the one, the, the tens ones has a 10 on it. Right. Which is yeah. a little bit strange. Um, no, I do not make it. All right. Do you want to inspire it? Do we, or do we, do I, doctor, what's your credit rating? I mean, you're a doctor. I'm a. She's 16. a mob doctor. It's a little different. 16. <laughs> nonetheless, my credit's not bad. I will just say, doctor, who do you, do you see anyone here worth uh, getting to know? You want me to make the roll as well? Yes, please. Listen to me. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Verify that the GM wasn't about to say, no, don't you dare. Uh, that's a 94. Oof. We get drunk and this is the best time yeah, ever. Yeah, you guys have a great time at the party. Um, so the three on the roof have a, uh, a fairly boring night. Uh, it seems like you, ne you never see Nidacris, uh go in or come out. And we um, didn't see the other guy either? You didn't see him come out? You see Minister Asif come out, yeah. Okay. He comes out and he gets in a car with a couple of... Uh, uh, he gets in a car with a couple of the... Uh, uh, with a couple of aides. Uh, and, you know, there's a the, about, about 11 o'clock, people start streaming out. Um, you do not see Doylson and Emma. They are shutting that thing down. They are like... You yeah, know, we're looking for an after party. Really. Emma's asking if there's still <laughs> shrimp. You know, she's like, "No, I want to go to the after party. Like, where's yeah, the after party? The That's after what I want to know." Barcon, go to Barcon. <laughs> uh, so um, you can, yeah there there will there will be some uh, uh, some rich Egyptians who are going to a club after this, and they're mm -hmm. they're happy to have an attractive woman in her. Pet. Hanger on. Let's say pet. Upper 20s, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys... Uh, uh, we see them leave very drunk. Yeah, you see them leave with a, with a small group of other people, and they just walk down the street. They are all having a very good time. Who are they with? Uh, about five... Uh, uh, let's say it looks like two couples and a man, uh, all of them kind of laughing and you know, there's a there's a bottle being shared among them. And who are my who are who's in the party? Uh, five Just, people that don't matter. Okay, that was kind of my question. Should we yeah, follow them? the role, maybe? But yeah. Uh, but you're gonna have a fun. You know, it's gonna be a fun night. You're gonna party. Okay. Uh, Cairo. 
you're, um, you're, you go to the after party. Uh, um, they, they will, uh, the three of you on the roof, you'll lose them. They turn a corner in the, well, it's about to say, do we try and head out after them or do we head back to the palace and get dinner or? We were going to. Man, you aren't Silvano because I know what Silvano would say. <laughs> now, so we, we, are we going to try to wait to see if she comes out? The idea was to it's see over her. And... We haven't seen her enter the party at all the entire evening. Yeah, we don't even know if she went in. So this could have just been a waste and that's why they got drunk. Could, uh, could someone go catch up? That is Silvano. And that's why they got drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, I can go after them. Maybe Joe could, could contact them. They can tell us if we should stay or not. Mm -hmm. Let us know. Yeah, I'll uh, go around and see if I can get in front of them and say, oh, hey. Sure, yeah, you are you are very skilled at this sort of thing. So, yeah, you... Um, the party come the 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 party train comes upon you, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you can you can accost them. All right. Oh, hey, you guys forgot me. Let's go. I'm sorry. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did we mention that Emma's a mean drunk? <laughs> But I say, come on, you know, you know who I am, Doctor. So, I'm sorry, who? I'm, I'm so, going with them on this one. What is, what <laughs> I'm is not Joe to get so, what is Joe dressed like? Well, I was on a roof just a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not in a ghillie suit, hopefully. But. No, 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 no. But uh, no. I am, I am wearing a, a I'm wearing a vest. Um, and, and, uh, I have my hair and it's, it's, come on guys, let's go party. And I look to the group and I'm like, I've got this. And I go into my purse and like take a couple quid out and then get up to Joe and just be like, oh, you poor dear. And I just basically just be like, am great. We got this. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. I'll see you guys at the party later. Absolutely. I'll go get some, some more alky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, they're slightly confused, but the party has not stopped, so they keep going. And um, unless you guys want to do anything else, you will spend a fun night, uh, yeah. you know, in in various hookah bars and you know, enjoying yeah, the nights of rich person Cairo. Emma's goal here is to basically be known and to know people at these parties to make social connections. So that, like, my important thing here would be to meet the bouncers. Um, to meet the important people in the parties, just so that if I'm ever in another situation, I can either get into the bar or call for help or make a connection between this person and that person to get to this person kind of thing. Like that's, hmm. it's just social climbing and nonsense. Sure. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, and, sure. and, 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 and most of my goal with, with this sort of thing is mostly to, to keep an eye on Emma and make sure that she doesn't get into, into, into trouble that she can't get herself out of. I know that I'm not the life of the party. I'm not the looker here. So I'm just gonna make sure that she's that she's safe. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, that's no problem. You it, I'm assuming that you gave me a little bit of information and said, you know, I'll see you back at the hotel later, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then I I'll come and tell these guys. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. we got this, we'll be back, don't worry. Yeah, all right, okay. cool. That's great. And I'll tell these guys. No problem. Um, you, uh, so yeah, you, you spend the evening with these people and you've, yeah, you feel like you've made some connections in kind of rich 
party, mm-hmm. uh, rich party group of Cairo, uh, um, the 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 ne'er do well kids of rich families and that sort of thing. Um, Best connections. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long are you guys staying on the roof? No, when we find out we're not needed on the roof. And when Joe tells us that we're not needed right. on the roof. Yeah. Because as far as we know, still, like, Night Acres never showed up. This is just them, like, making the best of a bad situation. So we should... Uh, Go back to the hotel? Yeah. And wait. And talk about how we can potentially get onto the uh, compound without being detected. I think we need to take a look at the compound from a distance. Mm. I'm wondering if any of these um, English fellows could let us use one of those airplanes that we travel there. We're nice to get a view of the compound from above. That's possible. You could ask at the U.S. Army base. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Good or you idea. could ask Wasif. Let's let's talk to them tomorrow about that. Perhaps doing a recon from from the, an airplane. Well, let's. I think the the army base would be the best way to less less likely for information to get out, right? Right. Well, but but we do we don't do we have anybody at the army base? So we just have this one guy, right? That one guy is pretty important. Well, no, but yep, if we yep. get him to take us to them, right? We can't. We can't just walk to the army base and go, "Yo." Well, remember, you came into the army base. Yeah, we left oh. from the army base. Cairo. That's gotcha, where you got you, got you, got you, got you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, do that tomorrow morning. All right. I'm there. Okay. So uh, you guys will get back in the shank of the evening uh, 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 after a, a lovely night out. Both of you make me con rolls. Oh boy. I mean, oh, I'm just, I'm going success. to be hungover and that's just a thing. <laughs> uh, what's my con? Oh yeah, I make it. Yeah. Oh my God, it's nice to play someone whose con is over 25. Yeah. So you both wake up the next morning, none the worse for wear. This is not your first rodeo. Um, Doyleson usually drinks alone, but you know, it's drinking, it's like drinking alone. There are just more people around. <laughs> it's about right. It's about right. Um, so you, uh, uh, yeah, you all come together and you let them know about, uh, Nidacris and all that you got. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they tell you they sat on a roof for four hours. Very peaceful. <laughs> she, never she never left the museum and she never arrived at the museum, which means she's. Well, she, not through the front. She came in, she, 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 she came and went through a side door, or at least she left through a side door surrounded by six heavies. Hmm. Is she staying there? Say again? Is that where her quarters are? She's living in the museum, the basement or something. I was having that same thought. Like, is she like Dracula where she just goes back into her sarcophagus and just goes, and that's it. Good night. I mean, mean, maybe, but it seems more likely that she'd be out at the compound because that's where she invited me to come and get the tour of the place. It's possible she left through the back. We didn't see her leave, but we didn't see her leave. So, yeah, if, if you were only watching the front, that seems pretty likely it's a big building. And you didn't see a car roll around because she seemed to be quite uh, quite well off in the fact that she probably has workers and cars. and. Not right. one car, the one we saw, we saw the uh, Ministig guy take off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yes, that, that would have been after she commanded him to have something delivered to the compound tonight at midnight. What is that item? How do we find it out? The, I, I think the only way that we can really find out is being there. They, they didn't specify what it was. He seemed to indicate that it would be very hard to get and that they would really have to work hard to expedite it. Well, that fellow there is the one who's responsible for recovering 
Egyptian artifacts, or it must be some other Egyptian artifact that is logical to presume. It seems, it seems probable if she's working to consolidate her power. So I wonder, maybe we could talk to him or someone could talk to him to find out what it might be. Um, Emma might so, be able to get something out of him, but. Can, can I ring down or can I look in a phone book or whatever they do in the 20s to find out where the interior minister, Asif is the interior minister, like where his office is? In the 20s, they used Bing. <laughs> of course they did now we've come so much farther uh yeah, not much <laughs> um so yeah his offices are like in uh downtown cairo okay so if it's a if it's a phone book type thing i pull out the pages and just lay it on the table and just say we might want to start by just good old-fashioned stakeout or whatever the term is for the 20s well we were talking about going to the uh the army base to see if we can get an aerial view of the compound. I have a thought. Um, mm -hmm. we, don't, we only have what twelve hours, perhaps less, before we mm -hmm. drop that item. Uh, perhaps someone can break into his office. Uh, maybe Joe would be good at doing something like that. Everyone's going to do the aerial recon. It's a I lot don't... harder to break into an office during the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's that, and then also yeah. there aren't a lot of airplanes around here. If we're if if we have someone fly directly over the compound, that's going to raise some suspicions. I wouldn't want to fly directly over, but from nearby we can get a look at it from above. Because so, those things are loud. Uh, it's better than going there uh, in person. I suppose. There's mm. no up on that compound if it's out in the desert. Mm. I'm not a farmer, but. Excellent, Leiden. Continue. Where's There's this a going? Pregnant ellipse there. <laughs> I'm just stopping for like. Does this Emma have any idea what this Emma wouldn't? Never mind. I mean, her intelligence is much better than the other Emma, but stop well, bragging and get to the quarter. She 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 might have met some like rich. Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Tobacco uh, plantation gentleman. Yeah, um, exactly. What are you looking for here? He Off was talking about. He was talking about the fact that um, sometimes they seed their crops using biplanes and whatever what? else farmerly things that happen from an airplane. Crop dusting, for sure. Sure. We're getting a sample. use those words. They drop awful uh, chemicals all over them. Yeah. I thought you just farted and walked away. Sorry. <laughs> now I want that to be an episode title. That's a she just fart long way. Um, so yeah, you could, you know, with you figure from the military base, you could probably get access to a plane and a pilot, uh, and kind of, you know, be as surreptitious as one can in an airplane, uh, floating around there. How crappy are cameras in the twenties? Pretty crappy. All right. Just I was about to say, I'm a reporter. I put one on your table. I'm like clunk clunk. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. big. Yeah, it's you a can fit that in a plane. Airborne photography is is a nascent art. <laughs> you 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 wouldn't get a good shot because because it, it wouldn't it wouldn't develop on the plate fast enough. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, pencil and paper. It is. Um, you know, there's some stuff being done with um with moving pictures. Uh, what about a 
planning commission, I'm sure that there has to be granted that we are in Egypt and it's not quite as controlled as it is in the UK, but there should be a planning commission that says what you can build when it was built. Things yeah, like you can, you can find, you, you want to try and find like a blueprint or something of the like building permits and stuff or something. Don't check it out under your name. Yeah. <laughs> With the judicious application of bribes and the help of Wasif, you could probably find something pretty easily. Mm -hmm. So who is going on the plane trip? And are is there are we splitting the party? Please say we're splitting the party. It sounds like we are. Splitting the party. Because I'm not I'm not going up in the in the airplane. <laughs> Am I the only one going on the plane? Hey, Donald's going too. All right. All right. Get our two the two rifles are <laughs> yeah we'll just hang out in the plane and uh <laughs> um i think we can get her from here there would be a couple penalty dice on that roll ah. um, yeah take a turn to take a turn to aim so and the other three are going to try and get the the layout and yeah i could do layout and i would recommend that if there's going to be recon work in front of that that joe would do that because she's a master of disguise. Yeah, Joe's going to break in there in the middle of the day. I heard that. That's <laughs> how good Joe is. There's no All right, way so currently we have the party breaking into three groups. Doctor, where are you? Well, I actually, I, I had to look at my sheet because I don't know this character as well, but I do have library use and we had talked about maybe doing research on Nidacris. Sure. And actually like getting some, some information before we dive into this. Okay. Oh, our doctor's reading books. I know! God damn it. <laughs> this is the worst idea, but I have the library use in this group, I think. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I do too. I've got 55 in library. Oh, hey, wow. you're a little bit better than mine. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I could go look for plans and then go help you at the library or whatever. There we go. Okay, so I'll go with you to, to, to check out the plans, and then we can go to the library and do some mm -hmm. research. So I'll stick All with right, them. Sounds good. Uh, let's do the library first. So um, you can make library use rolls. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, hard success. Critical success, I got a four. Boom, all right. So yeah, there are uh, a lot of references. You know everything that the first characters knew about okay. Nightmares. Yay. You know, he was the consort of the Black Pharaoh and there was all, you know, all this stuff. You also find tons of references to the cult of the dark pharaoh, um, and you find clear connections, although kind of um, subtly stated, of uh, the cult of the black pharaoh and Omar al Shakti, and and connections there, and sort of he ran it almost like a mob, you know, where mm -hmm. he was he was running this cult like a business, and it was like a, a money making venture for him, along with trying to end the world. Well, that um, looks familiar. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and you also will get a um, an older, so from, this will be from about 1905, but there is um, a plan of the, uh, 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 there is a plan of the, um, of the plantation. Okay, that's and also. And it looks like fun. there's sort of, there's a main building that is like a house, and then there's like a varnish kind of building, and then there's, um, it looks like servants' quarters for about fifteen people. Boy, I'm having flashbacks to where the the, the estate where we found what's his face, Gavigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, this is not quite as uh, put together. Well, actually, this is in better shape, probably, in, in 1905, anyway. Sure. Um, with a critical and a hard success, is there anything else you want to learn? <laughs> I love what yeah. it does. I know, because um, all the questions are all mythos related. Um, you do find multiple references to the name Dr. Ali Kafur. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, an occult professor at the Egyptian Museum. Oh, man, Kafur should have been there last night. Right. Uh, we mentioned him in the telegrams yeah. yep. repeatedly. Rogers did not mention him, though. Yeah, I know. I wonder, I wonder if we should go meet with this with this fella, see if he knows anything about. I mean, we is there is there any reference to uh, Nidacris being require anything specific in order to kill her? No, no. There's there's very little reference to killing her. Great. Oh, well, how did she die in the first, like in the uh, first iteration of Nidacris, like in her lifetime? So she was. She was entombed with the Black Pharaoh. She, it appears she was entombed alive. Willingly? Mm, no. Hmm. Interesting. So they were able to restrain her, though? Yes. Wow, that and seems... And who, who did it? Like, what was, uh, was, what was the, the new pharaoh? Was Snick, Snick, oh, gosh. There was a pharaoh who overthrew her. Mm-hmm. Overthrew the Black Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I keep looking. There's a timeline of key events. It does not go all the way back to ancient Egypt. That is a tremendous yeah. oversight with this module. You need to start filling it out yourself. Yeah. That used to be one of my school timeline. assignments when I, when I was a kid. I had this, this like three ring binder with a timeline in it. And I mean, it was a thick ass binder. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> who is Rachel, who is playing in my home game, just reminded me the guy's name was Sneferu. The, uh, the crew who overthrew them was okay. Sneferu. Thank you, Rachel. We appreciate you. It may shock you to learn that uh, someone who is a library professional takes very good notes. Uh, I'll bet she has excellent handwriting, too. She's also playing her character and her backup character are brother and sister, and they are both equally oblivious, and one of them carries a cricket bat everywhere, and the other one just carries a baseball bat everywhere. Were they were they separated at birth and one's an American and one isn't? <laughs> no, they they both are they both are um gosh, I think they're upstate New York or something. We also have a character who is now retired to a sanitarium who wanted to learn to raise the dead. And somewhere in the woods of Massachusetts, there's an undead poodle that he created that just slowly Honestly. walks. Yeah. He, That's a great he, idea. If we could bring back Snafru, what's his name? Sneferu. Sneferu. Yeah. Yeah. If we could bring back Sneferu, then he could just entomb Nidacris all over again. Or you could convince Octavius to raise a sorcerer legion. I don't know who he is. (laughs) All right. Zombie Sneferu. It's in the notes. Of course it is. You only (laughs) write down the most important things. And that is, that's plan B for B team. That's plan A. What do you mean plan B? No, that's oh, plan B. We haven't tried B. the sniper rifle plan yet. Okay. Uh, should, right. should I should I raise sniff sniffs sniff 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 s
Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Joke's over. All you have to do to resurrect him is say his name. <laughs> say his name right. That's all I have to do. So do we want to go and talk to Dr. Kafur and see if he knows yes, anything please. about this? Yes. Cool. Right. So I didn't uh, need my sanity. Spend the morning trying to figure out how to pronounce Neferu. Uh, <laughs> Joe, what are you doing? You're breaking into the interior ministry? Is that... Uh... No, 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 no. I, I've, I've got some fast talk and I've got a disguise. All right. So... So I want to try to break in by being a delivery person. But once I get inside, I'm going to try to fast talk this person and tell them I'm really interested in all the nefarious things that are going on. Okay. Sure. Make me a disguise roll. We can't be seen with Joe anymore. Oh, I just made it. You won't um, know she's there. Yeah. I just made my disguise roll. All right. Ooh. You are, uh, you look like a, an Egyptian UPS driver. And <laughs> you come walking into the interior ministry with a box for the interior minister? Yes. All right. Make a luck roll. Oh, boy. No. All right. No. Uh, we, could, we could we could use inspiration on that. I was like, yeah. What's your yeah. luck like? Can we? Yeah. My, what is your luck, luck on the roll? My luck is sixty six. Oh, that's good. Let's let's, let's, let's spend one. one. Yeah. So we're down All right. to eleven. All right. Come on, I smell an Emma coming. I smell an Emma. <laughs> Absolutely no inspiration has been spent starting a fire yet. Yes. Just... Yes. 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 Thirty five. Right. Thirty five. Um. So. Improbably, the uh, the interior minister uh, Asif's uh, uh, adjunct, his his assistant, will say uh, yes, yes, in there, in there, and and wave you in, um, and you enter into a, uh, a a beautiful oak paneled office with a great big desk, and sitting at the desk is a um, an older gentleman, uh, dark complexion with the white beard and hair who is like writing and kind of hasn't noticed you. I said, oh, minister, sir. Uh, yes, you can just leave it right over there. Oh, no, no. I, 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 I am a fan of yours. I'm really interested in the mystical. And I understand that you know something about that. Do you? Yeah, I heard some of my friends, they got to go to the museum. They got to go to a, a party and they said that uh, they saw you and they saw interesting Egyptian artifacts and I'm very interested in all that. I see. Uh, Mr. Ms. Joan. Joe. Ms. Joan. Joe. Joe. Ms. Joe. Ms. Yes. Joe. I see. Uh, forgive me. Um, why are you dressed like that? Well. Is that makeup? Well, I knew they wouldn't let me see you unless I, I could come in here and, and now I'm here to see you. You knew that the interior ministry of Egypt would not allow... A, are, are you Irish? 
No, from, from the East End of London. A, a, an English person into my office. Right, and I, but I'm not like them. No, not at all. I'm very interested Clearly. in everything Egyptian. I see. Well, um, Miss Joe, please sit down. What can I tell you? you well, when I, when I lived in England, um, I encountered some cultists that they said they were from, they said they, they didn't tell me exactly what kind of cultists they were, but I, I suspect they came from, from Egypt. So I've been entranced by that ever since. And so I wanted to know what you could tell me about the different cults here. There are no cults in Egypt. We no. of course, have crime as any country does, but but cults? I forgive me. In... People who worship the ancients. Um, you you do realize that mummies don't actually come to life. They don't. No, no, those are books written to be fantastic. Those are. But no, 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 those are the books. My mother had one. She had a book. She told me when I was young about fantastical creatures and, and things, so I know that they must be real. I, I see. And I heard that you were an expert, so... Well then, Miss Joe, how can I help you? I tell you what, you know, I do. Have you heard, have you heard of the book Al-Azif? That sounds familiar. It sounds make like an occult roll. You can make an occult roll. No. <laughs> oh, it was so close. It was a, a right. low, it was a low number, but it my, sounds no. impressive. I mean, you could That's... always spend luck. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could spend luck. Or you have a lot. Or I only have sixty-six. Or <laughs> you could lie. And say yes, you do know that. It's just as good as getting the role. I was so close, though. Um, you could also push it. Although it sounds like spending luck might be a little better idea. Yeah, this. spending luck. I only need to spend three. Okay. Oof, welcome yeah. to slippery slope there. I love it. Well, the good news is that if you need it, you have two more inspiration because our very own urban mask one of you know one of the many gms here i'm so he's running carbon right now on mondays i had a lot of fun playing in it it was a really good time warren is uh is propping us up thanks man we really appreciate it uh make sure you check out carbon 2185 on monday yeah amy plays a character not named emma it's yeah, I'm, no, still, finally. I'm still coming to grips <laughs> i was not I I, I also think Warren wants you to read the book. <laughs> of course uh, he does. So, Miss Joe, yes. uh, Alazif, you you know that Alazif is the Ur occult book. Yes. Um, it's probably quite evil, but you know. <laughs> uh, I I I will. Would you like? I can. I have a copy of Alazif. Uh, we have one at the Egyptian Museum. That would be awesome. Well, tell me would where you... you're staying and I will send it to you. No, 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 I'll come get it. 
I'll come and get it. Very well. Yes. You may come and get it. Uh, where would you like to... You must go to the Egyptian Museum. All right. After hours. All right. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I yes. Appreciate. Tell them you are there for the package from Minister Asif. The package from Minister Asif. Sir, you're awesome. Thank you. Of course, Miss Joe. I assure you, you will not be followed when you leave here. <laughs> Roll psychology. <laughs> Your character is dead in so many different ways. <laughs> what right. have you done? Both the ethereal and the and the and the regular. Uh, so, uh, uh, all right, airplane crew. Um, you have an alarmingly easy time convincing the U.S. military to uh, fly you up somewhere. Uh, both of you make, gosh, I roll an intelligence roll. Uh, yeah, hard success, thirty. All right. Regular. So the hard success, you both have the common sense to suggest uh, that they not fly a U.S. military plane. Mm -hmm. um, and so they find a biplane that is unmarked. We also don't want to fly directly overhead. We want to kind of like pan around it a little bit and then go off just to, yeah. we don't want to circle it. We don't want to go above it. Yeah, not circle it, not go above it, not it, just go past it. So just we're just doing a flyby? Yeah. Flyby. We're being a slow enough that we should get a good enough view. And then maybe yeah. later on we'll fly back to Cairo Half hour later, same path by path. Uh, with all due respect, sir, that's not how planes work. We don't slow down to look at things. That's true. Well, a biplane would be slower than a regular plane. Should be more. Yeah, you're still not going to get a great look. I mean, unless we come in low, you're you're only going to get. You're not. I mean, aerial surveillance is hard, sir. Yeah. Usually, if we're doing aerial surveillance, we do multiple pat low passes. We're just gonna have to do one pass and do our best. We need to two. One, one there, one back. Two passes. As, as close yeah. as we can do without drawing suspicion. Yes, sir. Uh, so he will take you up. Uh, um, anything you want to like. So on the plane, the communication system is literally a horn that you yell in that he holds to his ear. So anything you want to tell him before the flight, you should probably tell him now. We need some binoculars too. Hmm? Binoculars. Yeah. Sure, yeah, they'll yeah, you guys can have binoculars, no problem. Actually, can I have have binoculars? Sure. Okay. That would be something that I would have. On top cocktail. Also, if we could fly on the side that keeps uh, the sun behind us. So if they happen to look up at the sky, we have the sun behind us to give us more cover. Well, that's going to require us to fly to loop around. Whichever side. But you're we the... can't do it both ways. Well, that's the trick, so... yeah. Uh, one of the ways that we, if you want to fly back twice, one of the times we're going to be not in the sun. Yeah. Well, let's do the best we can. All right. Um, I, I, sir, I, I feel like I should tell you that uh, the United States military does not suggest biplanes for stealth uh, uh, uh Stealth observation. What do they suggest? 
You're um, the expert here. Normally, if we're going to do that, we use a hot air balloon. Interesting. We use a high altitude hot air balloon. We wouldn't be able to see much from a high altitude. Well, we've got some pretty good uh, uh, optical uh, uh, sights that can help some. All right. Let's do that. Um, Bring some sandwiches. <laughs> you're, you're the expert on this, if that's what the military is using. Well, I mean, sir, to be clear, normally the hot air balloon goes up and we just stay there and watch. It's... Um, you can't really steer a hot air balloon that much. Yeah. But we could get a good overhead view of the compound. Yes, sir. But if you don't want to fly over the compound, I cannot guarantee that this hot air balloon will not fly over the compound. I'm like on the airplane right now. I'm inclined to listen to the person who knows the stuff about the aerial surveillance we're gonna be we can't control the, the balloon yeah what happened to the airplane yeah we we come down where we come down that's true <laughs> yeah oh, we don't have yeah pack some sandwiches let's take a flight all right sir we're burning daylight what are we doing here airplane is yes, there sir. a more discreet plane than a biplane that, that you would suggest? I mean, sir, we don't really have a we don't really have any quiet airplanes. Okay. Biplane it is. All right. Can we just so, do one pass? Let's just do one pass. Well, one pass, we pass, pass the place and then we turn around. Come back to Cairo 20, 20, 30 minutes later, fly the, fly on the plane. The good news is, sir, the weather report seems like it's going to be clear. Uh, no sandstorms showing up anywhere. All right, let's get this done. All right. All right. So um, this, is, uh, this is the first time either of you has been in an open cockpit airplane. Don't, um, don't travel like this. <laughs> all sorts yes. of the... yeah it is um it is it is like the first thing that strikes you is all of the uh, the fact that hey this thing feels like it's made out of balsa wood <laughs> and like as soon as it starts to 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 jockey on the uh uh on the tarmac like everything's creaking and groaning and there's just all these like noises um it all seems just super rickety um i just and then the hot air balloon to you <laughs> and and then the throttle hits uh and uh um the noise even you're, you're wearing like big ear earplugs uh and um you are you're both strapped in but the straps uh, there there are noticeably no parachutes um and uh you have you have one you basically your sh one of your shoulders is strapped in um the pilot has two shoulder straps but you are in the gunner seat and the gunner has to be able to have full range of motion so the gunner only has one strap uh, that goes over one shoulder 
and there is a gun in front of us. There is no gun. Ah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's why this is the quieter plane. This is the uh, the quieter non-military plane. It's <laughs> there are not a lot of non-military planes with machine guns on the back. At least not enough. Uh, and so yeah, you you take off, um, and when you're about a couple miles away, the pilot starts to like motion over the right side of the airplane. Um, and um, he has a little mirror so he can see you. And he tells you that if you want to tell him anything, you have to point at your ear to let him know to hold up the thing to his ear so that you can yell in the horn. Um, but he also tells you that he hears maybe 40% of everything that's yelled in there. All right. I do a thumbs up in the mirror. All right. Uh, he thumbs up. So um, you are flying over. Both of you make me luck rolls. There you go. This is not Silvano. <laughs> no, this, this one has a mustache. But uh, he still doesn't make it. All right. Um, Do we want to inspire to get to see if we can get you both a success? Yeah. Is it yeah. worth inspiring? Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, there's a shot. Okay. There's Do a shot. <laughs> like, I, I think I might have rolled the exact same thing. Oh, wow. Where does that stand on the Amy table? I don't know. <laughs> It's a Nick. <laughs> Nick is rolling the exact same yeah. thing. Uh, so um, you you come flying by, and basically uh, both of you made. Uh, so you one of you made the luck roll. So both of you make spot hidden rolls now. No ninety seven. Ooh, I'm spotting. But you get Nick. Oh, an 80-something again. I'm just rolling 80s. <laughs> All right, so um, you are unprepared for how quickly... The good news is it appears like nobody sees you because you fly over this thing super fast. The, yeah, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point to the ear. Yeah, the pilot will... And then shout, second pass. We're doing... We'll need to do a second pass on the way back. The pilot looks at you and holds up his thumb. Uh, and, um, and he starts, you make a very wide sweeping miles long turn. And as you're coming back, the pilot, um, the pilot does this. Okay. I've... Uh, and both of you make listen rolls. Listen isn't a roll in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> that being said... Uh, I got a hard success. Oh, uh, Tom, you got a hard or normal? Extreme. Oh, extreme. All right. Wow. Very big. Day, you both hear the pilot say, Sandstorm! And he like points ahead. And sure enough, coming towards, like as you're flying towards the, uh, towards the plantation, there is a blowing, billowing sandstorm. And it is a rapidly approaching your uh, uh, rapidly approaching your plane. And on that note, we're going to take a break. Uh, we are going to be right back as soon as six people can use six bathrooms. Uh, thanks so much for sticking with us. Uh, we don't have a, you know, okay, we're good. Uh, do we have a giveaway? I don't know. Thomas would have told me, I think. Better.
Uh, by the way, Urban uh, uh, Urban doesn't trust your dice rolls. He thinks I should be checking. What the, the, the secret is? The, the the secret is that they run games where like the rolls matter. I run games where you're going to die anyway. So what roll? Cheat all you want. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the sandstorm was coming regardless of what they did. Um, all right, so uh, we will be back from uh, in about hopefully ten minutes. Hello, internet friends, and goodbye, creepy piano. Oh, love that song. Uh, during the break, my second favorite Twitch user, jmatthews85, dropped five subscriptions. And if I, I think my new third favorite Twitch user, he gave one of those subscriptions to Captain James T. Kink. And that is the best Twitch name I've ever seen. It's not Nick in it's not Nick in disguise either. It's not Nick's mustache. James T. Kink is Nick's mustache. Are we sure? Outstanding name. No, we're not sure. You don't know what's name is. Actually, we do know because unless your mustache has an address and won a giveaway before. Damn it. Hey, it needed that Nord Games deck. It did. I mean, it has all those games it has to run. That's right. I try to go to sleep and it would just be talking, like, give me an ordinary, I need to have one of the game decks. Oh my you know, God. That sounds like my wife's life. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like the headdress, except it's on your face. <laughs> the headdress is on your face. You're yeah, it is on your face. face. <laughs> There's no difference between the two. They uh, both claim to be deities. It's. Is your mustache uh, a, a deity? What? Yeah. Doesn't that, that's, does it, what, what, Ezra, what does yours say? Uh, it's horribly anti-Semitic. It's just. A... <laughs> Holy shit. I'm having problems this weekend. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, well, on that note. When improv goes wrong. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> No, that I think that I think we learned something new about you. <laughs> and um, mustaches. I was at a Seder earlier. <laughs> My mustache did not go. <laughs> uh, so, it was on a Seder. Uh, Wait. Oh. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, uh, our our good friends Flint Thorncastle and Donald Concannon, uh, just were on a plane that swung back around and now seems to be getting stuck in a sandstorm. So both of you uh, make me, uh, the, the pilot immediately starts to fly up. Yep. So like he pulls back hard and he starts to fly up. Both of you make me con rolls. I don't need to make this, I'm strapped in. But <laughs> I make it. Hard success, 25. All right, yeah. So um, you both have a really nauseous feeling as this plane just starts to try and go as close to straight up as something like this can. And you are deeply aware of the awful noises that the flapping canvas on the wings are making uh, as, this, as these engines strain to like pull it up. Um, let's make a pilot roll. Oh, that's pretty good. 
that's pretty good. Couldn't roll my 95 then. Um, <laughs> can I use Ewing comes off? Can I use GM inspiration to try and make of a roll you worse? I mean, I'm going to use GM inspiration to try and make a roll worse. Wow, wow, okay. wow. Oh. You don't get on the scoreboard oh, so nice for intentional errors. <laughs> <I'm really> intentional <laughs> I just pulled a Nick. You rolled exactly rolled the same, exact thing? same thing. A 56 both times. This guy's a pilot. He knows his stuff. Wonderful. So, uh, he pulls back on the stick. You are going up. Uh, uh, sand starts to lap against the the whole body of the plane. The un you hear the undercarriage of the train, just like of the plane, just like whack 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 whack, as as particles are hitting it and hitting it. Um, but he seems to pull you above it. Um, Ooh. and uh, once you are above it, he like starts to level out and he gives you a thumbs up back. Um, and uh. And that is when that is when his head explodes. Uh, he gives you a thumbs up and then he just his head is not there. And his body slumps forward. Um, both of you make luck rolls. Oh boy. Huh. Wait for that. If you At least both I'm make not it, Silvano. If you if you both make it. He won't push the rudder down. 24 is success. Nope. But I'm yeah. only a little ways away. Do we want to spend inspiration? <laughs> yeah. We're going to use the inspiration, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Do I get superstition enough to change dice? Yes. No. Yeah. No, stay the course. If you roll an Emma, I swear to God. No, that was, that was, yeah, that was worse. Not, not a, that was worse. All right. Amy. Just an Amy. <laughs> I have to put you on the you know do do the backup characters have a different leaderboard? I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's by person, not by character. By person, yeah. 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 Um, all right. So the pilot flops forward. Um oh god, which one of weird us? in a weird moment of clarity, you both notice that there's no blood. Uh, so it's almost like his head got erased from his his neck. There's no like it didn't get sliced off. I have a very important question. Yeah. Which one of us is closer? <laughs> uh, Tom made the luck roll. So Tom, you get to decide. Are you closer or is Nick? <laughs> I've used up all my bad rolls. So <laughs> you say that. Mm. I'm going to give evens and odds. Give me even and odd. What do you like? I'll, I'll take odds. Uh, one. It's your closer. All right. I am going to have to undo my buckle and then undo the pilot's buckle. So again, Somehow yours is not a buckle. Yours is just a strap over one shoulder. So yeah. like you can easily get out of yours. Okay. But yeah. Uh, it's the I'm climbing to... over the airplane to where the pilot is that is the terrifying part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give Donald a thumbs up and my face is not. Is and not then you remember what happened the last time someone like, made a thumbs up and you're like, no. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, Tears streaming down as the winds. <laughs> the mustache really hides it. Uh, make me a uh, uh, make me a dex roll. We're going to be burning through inspiration now if that's okay. <laughs> yep, we've got it. Yes. 
All right. So you are now, um, you're crawling up the fuselage of the plane. It's luckily not that big. So basically you come most of the way out of your little cockpit and you can reach the pilot's body. The problem is to let, to get him out of there, you have to let go of the plane. Well, which you are currently a, having a death grip on. There's a more immediate problem of us descending into the sandstorm. That is also so a problem. I am going to prioritize for leveling us, getting okay. us back on the level first, and then okay, I'll make me a strength roll. I'm not going to make all these. I thought you said your bad roll. You'd used up all your bad rolls. No, there was another one. <laughs> is that more inspiration? Is it a fumble yeah. or can we inspire it? Because I will inspire it. It can be inspired, yeah. Excellent. All right. Okay. We're, we're done 10. Oh, uh, sometime that Emma's going to show up. I know. Okay. Still a bad roll, but right. a slightly... So, um, you manage to... You manage to keep the plane... You get the plane at least leveled off. Mm. Uh, but you hear, like... Um, the sound of it hitting the... Yeah, it's hitting the bottom, and you're pretty sure that was the landing gear that just got torn off? We'll make a water landing. Whatever. That's not important. <laughs> You're going to land in the Nile? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's there for. There's no yeah. way that could go wrong. Um, and, uh, but, but you have managed to... So you are now essentially skirting the top of this sandstorm. And there's just this constant like... <laughs> I'm looking back at Donald like pleadingly. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna die in a sandstorm. Uh, um, I've got to do something. Donald's got to do something. I can't, I can't just stay strapped in the back and watch poor Flint. So he, I'll, I'm, I'll slip out. And All right. Climbing up the fuselage on the other side. Okay, make a dex roll. Make that. That's the most important. So success so far. Okay, so yeah, you you are now sort of, you've both slid over so that you are each kind of, standing is a strong word, but you are like, um, you have your legs at, on the wing and you are leaning forward on the, to the cockpit where, the, where the, the headless body of the pilot is. And now both of you make sanity rolls as you realize that the pilot's head uh, uh, is, rolling around in the bottom he the pilot is like looking straight up at you and his mouth is moving oh there we go i got i feel that well. <laughs> uh, you know that's i think that's understandable if you made it you lose no sanity if you missed it you lose one one sanity because apparently this is not that big a deal there I are mean, larger issues. I mean, it's Donald. Yeah. So what I what I want to do is I want to undo one of his straps mm -hmm. and immediately wrap it around my wrist. Sure. Yeah, and Don Donald, you see him do that, and you can. Yeah, you don't even. You guys don't even need to roll. Um, let's make a. Okay. Uh, more sand battering against things. Both of you make me dex rolls. Oh, seven. I'm fine. Oh, hard. yeah. Yeah, no problem. You, you, a hard and a critical success, you don't even feel it. In fact, with a hard and a, and a critical success, um, you can even get the pilot's body out of there. Are you just going to dump him overboard? 
I mean, his, his, his mouth is still moving, right? And there's no blood. The head is like, the eyes are moving. It seems like his head is... He's not active. He's not dead. He's just, it's just detached. Uh, you cannot, you can, neither of you can communicate with each other, except... Put him out of the, plane, the cockpit. No. No, no Donald, Donald, uh, Donald just picks up the body and starts to, like, pull it out. Is, is Flint going to try and stop him? Or? I'm not trying to stop him, but I'm signaling, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm pointing at his head. Yes. All right. He has no head. Uh, you point at his head donald just goes no and like flips the body up um and he like body basically like suplexes the body outside um and the guy's body floats away and the last you see of it is it lands in a sandstorm okay guys we just got raided by gm table so thanks everybody for joining you joined at the perfect time yeah yeah so uh, the head out of the bottom. Me? Uh, no, that's going to be harder. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, GM table, you. welcome. Uh, are currently two of our heroes, Flint Thorncastle and Donald Concannon, are trying to learn how to fly a biplane uh, while the biplane is in the middle of a sandstorm, and the pilot's head is at the bottom of the uh, the cockpit. The pilot's body has now been removed. But the pilot's head is still trying to talk and still alive. Yes. Yeah. You know, the pilot's head is still trying to. Yeah. You notice Donald refuses to look down at the head. <laughs> I'm not getting in there. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling. I'm, I'm trying to. St... Can we see anything? You see sandstorm. Well, Donald will take the head out. Reach in, grab right. it. Donald. Um, and throw it out. All right. Um, uh, make a dodge roll. Yep. While you guys are doing that, oh. um, when we get raided, we give away Nord deck cards. Um, or I'm sorry, Nord Games decks, which are cards that that allow you to enhance your game. And so if you do hashtag chaos in the chat right now, we will draw and you must be present to enter. Um, no Quebec. And where's the other place? U.S. and Canada only, excluding yeah. Quebec. Yeah. That's Antarctica. it. Just no Quebec. Sorry, bro. Sorry, Tennessee. Yeah. Well, that's that's just because they can't spell chaos. <laughs> so yeah, hashtag chaos in the chat right now. Um, uh, did you make the roll, Donald? He did not make his dodge roll. All right. Um, you just got bit by the head of an army pilot as you tried to reach down to grab him. Um, you got bit for one point of damage. Um, and he is resisting your... You're, he he has he seems to have a problem with his head being thrown out of the plane. I'm throwing throw his head out of the plane. Oh God! You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to try and hop in and have my legs around the head. All right, make I'm me not a dex throwing roll, him out. Flint. Huh? Make me a dex roll. Yep, and a Panthorpe just gifted five more subs, so it's yeah. a crazy night. Thank subs all guys. over the place. All right. Yep. Wow. And Thank giveaways. You. This is great. Thank you so much for the raid and for the subscriptions. So what? Flint, um, you see Donald like pulls his hand back really quick and that gives you the moment you need to leap. Mm. Incredibly poor, uh, poor idea. You like use the, you use the strap to like slide over the side of the plane and in, and you are now sitting in the cockpit of this plane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know how to do this. <laughs> I'm going to work my way back to my seat then. I, okay, make me a dex roll. Uh, oh, hey, Donald, if you're, are you letting go of the pilot's strap? 
I'm gonna, at some uh, point, you're going to have to. At some point, I have to, but I'll hold two on two as long as I can while I work back, and then I have All to. All right. Then make me just a straight dex roll. 59 success. Okay. You make it back. You actually make it back to Flint's, the closer seat. You'll take any seat you can at this point. Um, and all it all that remains is for Flint to figure out where Cairo is and fly back. Oh, and I'm we'll get back to you later. I'm just looking for a place where there isn't Sandstorm. Okay. All right. We'll get back to you in a minute. So, Joe, you mentioned during the break that you are going to... Uh, uh, you are going to keep an eye out for people that are following you. So make me a spot hidden roll. No. All right. Everything's fine. Um, you head back to, well, where, where are you going now? Um, I was going to go back to the hotel. Okay. There you go. You go back to the hotel. Uh, <laughs> even the B team leads the bad guys to the hotel. This is, you guys have a... Um, I'm track record now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm trying. I'm trying. No, I know. Right. So, uh, uh, Doctor and Emma, you were heading uh, to see Doctor Ali Kafur. Correct. Yep. Because okay. while the player knows it's a terrible idea, <laughs> that's where the research says, and the best thing to do is talk to the librarian and read the book. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, you uh, you have a little trouble getting into uh, the museum, and but you've you've made some friends at the museum after your night of drinking, and so uh, yeah, they will take you to Doctor Kafur. Uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Kafur is a um, a gaunt man with big bags under his eyes, kind of a haunted look in his face. Um, he seems to do a lot of like hearing sounds that aren't there and looking around. Um, he's in a small office. Next to the office is like a cage room that seems to have weird runes written all over it. Uh, and and Kafur looks up, sees two white people approaching and goes, no, what now? Fair. Do we hear that? Yeah, yeah. He clearly <laughs> just like, just Daneful, oh no, what now? Emma, you're the face character. <laughs> all right. Um, good afternoon, Dr. Kafur. My name is Emma Stansfield. I work for the Scoop. Yes, that's my name, Emma Stansfield. I work for the Scoop in London. We're a newspaper organization. We are world famous, perhaps you've heard of it. Uh, I I like how he has to roll sanity on my name. (laughs) I mean, to be fair. I've recently had a very bad experience with with someone named Emma. you don't know the name Nitocris, do you? We actually had just done some research on that. Um, and we were actually pointed in your direction as far as, you know, what you could tell us about said Egyptian queen. Have you, are you working for them? Who's them? Do you know another Emma? They stole Wait. my book. What book? The book. <laughs> that tells me nothing, friend. Oh, that's the best thing I've heard since you've been here. <laughs> <laughs> they... The other Americans that came here, they, they stole 
a copy of a very important and very dangerous book. Mm-hmm. They, they took advantage of my hospitality and my professional, uh, my professional uh, politeness. And they, they stole it. I had to go get it back. They didn't understand that if you had the book, you were a target for everything. So what does this book have to do with Nitocris? Or is this just your your general issue today? Is there tea or something that I can pour him in the room? A drink? Yes, maybe? there's 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 a there's a large carafe of mint tea. Okay. So uh, I make him a drink and just say, is this related to Nitocris in any way, or is this just an issue that we could perhaps help you with? They caused Nitocris. How did they do that? They put her in a sword. I'm sorry. Can Can you try that sentence one more time? Look, I know that what I'm about to tell you sounds crazy, but I promise you it's true. These Westerners somehow put the soul of the evil ancient queen Nitocris in a sword. Mm -hmm. Knowing full well that it took blood to bring her back. Oh. They put her in a sword. Yes. I see what you're saying. And then the sword stabbed someone and that was the blood to bring her back. Yes. And she's Emma. Don't you see the Emmas? Emma! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I don't even know what to do here. Um... You know what? You can call me. You can call me Beth. Call me Beth. That's my name, Beth. If, does that make you feel better? A much better name. So how do we resolve the issue? So if this person whose name we shall not name has brought <laughs> Nitocris back, how do we alleviate the situation? What? How, how do you... Are you... Are you trying to help? Yes, we, we are here to kill Nitocris. We've dealt with some very interesting things in the past and we're, we're, we're trying to deal with this one. You're gonna try and kill Nitocris? The research that, that, that we did indicated that it has been done before, so. Mm-hmm. There just might be something, let me. He goes and he, he goes to the caged room, to the, to the cage. He leaves his office, he goes to the cage and he pushes the palm of his hand on two of the runes. And you are certain that they, they very briefly flash orange. Uh, and then he opens, uh, uh, he opens the door. Uh, and both of you make spot hidden rolls. John is not as good at that as Alexandria yep. is. Make it. Barely, barely made that one. <laughs> so you, bo- I mean, your characters don't know this, but you both know there is an elder sign on the door uh, mm-hmm. along with those runes. Okay. Uh, and so uh, he goes in and he, he pulls a book off of the shelf and he starts leafing through it. And he's like, yes, yes, Nitocris was killed. She was not entombed alive. Yes, mm-hmm. um, it says here that 
took blood birthed her the water of the nile ended her the nile is the defender of egypt it is the heart of egypt egypt knows that nitocris is an evil force so we need to drown her in the river or something that's a little on the nose but (laughs) well i mean i'm a very literal person (laughs) i mean yeah i don't understand like what if we think about mythology or religion you know water is just used to purify you splash it on somebody like what else would you do with water make her drink it i'm not too sure i I mean i mean is it like holy water where if you take it away from its source it's still part of the nile it's a work of metaphor all it says is that the water of the nile ended her hmm I mean, maybe drowning her, maybe submerging her in the Nile. I Okay. All right. But it says the Nile is the guardian of Egypt. And is there a metaphor for, because this Emma's smarter, um, is there a <laughs> metaphor for the Nile of Egypt? So I don't know much about Egypt, but like, is the Nile associated with like a crocodile? Is there an associated animal or something where when you say the Nile of Egypt, it's like the gauntlet of Egypt and it's a big, you know, sword or a big, like, you know what I mean? Something that like, you know, something that just could kill her. Like it's a, it's a metaphor for another device or another weapon. Ooh, that's an interesting question. I'm trying to remember uh, there is a, a, the crocodile god. That's what I'm trying to remember. I think it's Sopek, but let me, uh. Crockers. That Crockers sounds right. Crockers, yeah, it's Crockers. <laughs> Sobek. That's my pet crocodile. Uh, yeah, so, pardon my Googling there. Uh, Sobek, Sobek was the, the ancient Egyptian crocodile god, and there are, um, there are some rites to Sobek that, uh, uh, that have to do with purifying parts of the river and sanctifying it for sacrifices. All right. Who could we speak to that would know about this ritual? Me! Would you be willing to help us with something like that? Uh, both of you make psychology roles. Actually, do you have oh. psychotherapy, Doyleson? I, well, psychoanalysis, yes. Psychoanalysis. You can make psychoanalysis. Ooh. 18 is a hard success. All right. Psychoanalysis. A lot this of- guy is on his last threads of sanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I mean, if this ritual in some way makes him uh, more unstable, you're not sure he's coming back. Would you be willing to show us um, the, uh, is, is there, is there a, a, a um, what is the word I'm looking for? Is there a description of the ritual uh, anywhere? Something that, that, that we could learn how to do? Cause I mean. Yes, yes. Um, oh, where? Don't read the book. We're already he, doing rituals. He pulls out an urn. This urn, it's a clay urn. Uh, and he takes, the, the top of it is a crocodile's head. And he takes it off 
and he pulls out two scrolls. Um, of course, you read hieroglyphics. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Oh. Well, this just got much more complicated. A little uh, bit, yes. I mean, much like much like Japanese, hieroglyphics are a, a language of metaphor where you don't actually. Uh, there's a lot of impl implied meaning in what you're saying, mm -hmm. um, and um, I can translate, but it's gonna be an imperfect translation. And it wouldn't have the layers of meaning necessarily. Yeah, that, that's right, that's right. Um, but um, if you give me a few days, I can get, the, I can get this down. Beth, what do you think? Um, I'm just wondering if we have a few days. Um, doctor, I think this is imperative. From the information that we were given, um, Nitocris is requesting a delivery that needs to be delivered tonight by midnight and it's imperative and we need to interrupt this delivery. Oh, that must be why a, why a thief is bothering me. How do you know a thief? Bothering, bothering you for what? He's yeah. the interior minister. He, he wants my copy of Al-Azif. You can both make occult rolls. I don't have, this, this Emma does not have a cult. I, I mean, I have the base. <laughs> yeah. No. Holy shit. I rolled a one. All right. That's a, <laughs> ironically, for 5%, that's a critical success. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Al-Azif is the Necronomicon. It is the most powerful, evil, ancient book out there. Oh. That's... Okay, uh, yes, that she can't, she can't, she, yeah, no, can't have that. That's bad. <laughs> Sorry, brain had a meltdown for a second there. Um, <clears throat> what is, what is the, what is the LSE and why would she want, want it? I don't understand what's happening. It's an incredibly powerful, evil book. And mm -hmm. if she gets her hands on it, I imagine there's all sorts of, I mean, do, do I know what the Necronomicon is then? Sort of. Okay. So you know what it is in the occult sense, not in the Cthulhu mythos sense. Okay. There's a distinction that makes sense to Tiana, not to your character. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, is, this is the sort of thing that might give her a lot more power. And it's the sort of thing that we don't want her to get her hands on if there's even a, a, a fifth of a chance that it will give her more mm. power because it'll make her that much harder to kill. So there's a plausible way to at least foil her plans by not, by setting up watch here and not allowing, and doctor, you know, and I take his hands and steady him and just say, and doctor, is, is it under protection? What kind of, what kind of security do you have this book under? Well, it's it's kept my 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 sanctum here has a number of magical protections. Mm -hmm. Is there anything to protect someone from walking in and taking it in the mundane sense? He twitches a little, and no, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> Perhaps Rogers could help us. 
we need to have some way to keep her from getting a hold of that book. And apparently she has to have it by midnight tonight. So if we can prevent her from getting it tonight, it might be worth that, us setting a watch. And also that means that she does not have the means to get it because she is requiring, I forgot his name already, El Shakti, not El Shakti. I'm too many names all of a sudden. Yeah, El Shakti, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no who's minister. the minister? No, uh, the minister fella. Asif, I'm sorry. So we're, let me just back up again. Um, so she's requiring you're right, mundane means in order to acquire a book because if she is supposedly Nitocris and is all powerful, she should be able to just walk in here and take it, but she cannot because she's making Asif, she's forcing him, she's strong-arming him into stealing the book. Something, she's she's bound by some, by some means because I mean. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult for me to say no to the interior ministry. Mm. A- they control all of our funding. Ooh, and it would be very difficult for the British or American government to also stand in the way without creating an international incident. An uh, incident with a capital I. Mm -hmm. Is there, Tiana the player knows why this is a bad thing to say, but Doyleson <laughs> doesn't know this. Is there a way to, to, to get a fake to, to her? I happen to have a fake copy of Alizee. <laughs> of course you do. Why would you not? If, if, it's, if it's a fake that's convincing enough that it, that, that it might- fooled me for a all, day. That's all, is apparently all that, if, if, if it fooled you for a day, then it might fool her for long enough for midnight to come and go mm -hmm. without her getting what she needs. So I should give the fake as Alizee to minister Asif. Would, would he Correct. know the difference? <laughs> oh, minister Asif would not know the difference between any two books you gave him. The next books he reads will be the first. Fair enough. He's a Emma's drunk bureaucrat. I was going to say, Emma's still a little confused because he seemed to be quite knowledgeable to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doyleson just notes that and moves on because like, hmm, interesting. Okay. Okay. So I'm I mean, going to say it wrong, but I want to congratulate Flipalaria, who won the Nord Games deck. Congratulations! Mm -hmm. And the best part is, while winning, Flipalaria kept going, how do I enter? Am I in? <laughs> did I win? It was, kind of cute. It, was like, it was like watching my mom like, do something like, did it, hello, did it work? Am <laughs> Can I you see me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like every Zoom call. Can you hear me now? Yeah, like, like that old Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? Uh, but congratulations. And I believe Flipolario is one of the raiders. So thanks for raiding us. Welcome. Thank you for, for a while. We like to give back to our community and to our new community. Um, and I didn't, I forgot who it was, but I think it, uh, I think it was a, a panathrope who gave the new raiders five subscriptions as well. Yep. Which yeah, awesome. which is going to trigger a giveaway on Carbon 2185 on Monday. So yes. if you guys are interested in Cyberpunk, come back at 7 o'clock Pacific time Yeah, on Monday. Uh, Carbon, that's a great world. Warren is a lot of fun as a GM. Um, the system's regrettable, but you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he only says that because it's basically 5e. Yeah. That's Emma like can do crazy patch. stuff. No, Emma can't. There's no Emma. 
That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I channeled Emma. My last character was channeling Emma for a minute when she took a forklift and impaled a bunch of people. I almost named my character Emma in that game. Oh, that would have <laughs> been amazing. You should have. Um, all right. So uh, you two are convinced, have convinced Dr. Kafour to give Asif the fake mm-hmm. copy. You're going to stay there. Back to the airplane. Right. Oh boy. Okay. But also really quickly, we would like to leave word at the hotel, like send a runner or somebody to just leave word at hotel that we should be all staying here tonight. Yeah. Because at the the museum. We we, we need to keep watch on this thing because I don't, I don't put it past her to come and try and get it when she figures it out. Or we, or we at least essentially go back, get our guns and come back. Cause I wasn't traveling with my 45 and my 38. I was. Wow. This is a very different Emma. Yeah, it's a very. This, this one's smarter. This one's called Beth now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, is that is that like her middle name, Emma Elizabeth? Could be, possibly. Uh, it made Kafour feel much better. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so yeah, you two will send a runner to the hotel. So Joan at the hotel, you get to the hotel. You're sitting there, and um, um, a, a bellboy comes to your room and passes you a note from uh, uh, Emma and Doyleson that says, get the stuff and come to the British Museum, and come to the uh, Egyptian Museum. Oh, that's where I needed to go anyway. Yeah, and you you would know that get the stuff means bring lots of guns. (laughs) I'll get all the stuff, yeah. You have like a carpet bag. That is our code. (laughs) Yep, get the stuff, I got it. What's our code for second hotel? You know, the B team has never had a backup hotel. It's just (gasps) not their style. Oh Much my god. Uh, Donald will have to teach them after this. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's expensive. <laughs> um, all right, back to the airplane where uh, when we left, uh, uh, Donald had made his way back to uh, one of the observation cockpits and Flint was learning how to fly an airplane on the fly. Sandstorm. Uh, ah. uh, that, 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 that. So you are oh. through the sandstorm and all you see around you is desert. Yeah. The, so, so, do I think I have a sense as to which way Cairo is near the Nile, and the Nile connects to the ocean? Sure. How far oh, away so from the coast is neither it? The, you see neither the ocean or the Nile. No, but I'm trying to remember which direction I think that it would be in. Sure, make me a I'm, navigation roll. Hmm? Make me a navigation roll. All right, huh? and then what I'm going to do... Thomas took this skill once and was very excited when it came. <laughs> and what I'm also going to do... Yeah, I make it. So nice. never mind. I'm not going to ask... Uh, I was going to ask... I was going to do the uh, the ear thing to Donald, but there's no need. No, I All right, so uh, did you get a hard success? Uh, no, just a regular success. All right, so you have a general idea about where the o- the direction towards the ocean yeah, and so yeah. from there you can kind of make your way around. Um, so uh, uh, out of the fun your, part is your plan to land near Cairo. I'm just no. I I don't think I can land on ground without us dying. I don't know if I can land on water without us dying, but I think the odds are better. Okay. I don't know if I can land this. <laughs> no, no. You know you. I mean, you well, can. Uh, land. <laughs> land. Well, was there a survivable landing? You have. You think that? So this uh, this did not have retractable uh, landing gear, and, and you're pretty it's... sure that you heard the landing gear getting ripped off. Um, unfortunately, to check that for sure, 
is something you don't even want to think about. So you're not sure what's going down. Uh, I don't. I, I. I'm gonna regret saying this. You're not sure what's going down down below there. That's... Yeah. No. I'm. I'm gonna try and find water. Okay. Do... So you make it to the ocean. Mm -hmm. Um. Make a. Let's call it a luck roll to see if you even know what the fuel gauge is. Well, which one has been decreasing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Alta, all of them, sadly. <laughs> all right, yeah. So um, you are you are definitely uh, running semi low on fuel, but you have you see the ocean. Yeah, I'm gonna try and splash down. I, I'm yeah, I'm gonna try and set down uh, reasonably close to the to the coast, so that we're not just out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Uh, oh my God! I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, it sucks because I could land the plane, but I don't think Flint can land the plane. Really? Oh yeah, I could land the plane. He was in the Air Force. Oh, fair enough. Oh no, I took flying lessons when I was a kid. That's a much cooler reason. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, you um you start to do things that you think will land this plane, most of which sadly involve point it down lower. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It, Cause like, yeah. I know how to slow the descent of a plane, but I right. can't think if right. we even know like, how so to. Here's, the point of this, Nick, is you know how to land weight. I don't. And all I would think of is slowly pointing it down, which is a terrible mm -hmm. idea, but. No, uh, what you actually do is you start lowering the fuel ratio and then you tilt up and you start to descend. But yeah. like, I can't telepathy that to Flint. Flint would be like, I'm going to go down and try and straighten out along the water <laughs> and then like hold, then like shout at Donald, like hold the frick on. I, <laughs> I might be smart enough to tilt up slightly before hitting the water just because I wouldn't want to flip the plane and I would, right. but that's- I'd give you that one. Yeah. All right. so. Um, but we're going to get, this thing is going to go spinning. We're going to get flung. This is going to be horrible. This is going to be horrible. The There's good news no... is, Donald, you don't hear him saying that as he's repeating it over <laughs> and over. Oh, no. I'm, I'm doing the ear <laughs> thing. Be... And it is just like, hold on. I'm just screaming. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so hold he screams on. so loud that you can actually hear everything he says. And like the clear mania in his voice is just like... <sighs> He's freaking out. And, um, and I look down to the head on the floor and I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the head on the floor uh, gives you just a wide-eyed like... <laughs> Why didn't you ask the head on the floor how to do it? Because it can't talk. Sure it could. There's no vocal cords. You haven't spoken to it. You could have stuck the earphone up to it. <laughs> I, I don't think it could That's end what I was now. gesturing no. to do. Well, it's too late now. We've passed the point of no return. This thing's hitting the water. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, uh, this, oh, gone, oh, this has gone swimming. Can I, can I, uh, no, no, I, I've committed nope. to it. I'm, I'm trying Swim to think like, if I could make an intelligence or education role to know not the worst thing to do to kind of ease this. <laughs> um, I'll give you, if you give me a, if you get a hard luck success, 
hard luck. I mean, I may as well fumble it, right? Yeah, just, just roll it again. Nope. Yeah, roll it again. Roll it again. <laughs> Oh, the okay. inspiration was already up. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, just for the record, was that an Amy or an Emma? Wait, what's the difference? I didn't critically fail, but it was definitely right. worse. So it's okay, an, Amy. an Amy. Yeah. Amy. And wow, Amy Nick, you're you're moving up in the old range <laughs> there. An Amy is when you use inspiration and you roll worse than you did the first time. And I'm Emma is, is when you is when you roll again and you get a critical fail. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can Amy. It takes a special case to Emma. It and takes usually, a special case where a piece or an NPC who has to roll sand when they hear my name, apparently. One yeah, he day. Really, One he day. Really poorly. Uh, so um so yeah, you start to point the plane at the ground. And I'll um, try to hold the, the head between my legs so it doesn't fly out. <laughs> you uh, know what? You get a point of sanity back for like how much you care about that guy. It's uh, just horrible what happened to him. So you get you get a point of sanity back for like having the humanity to try and keep that head from becoming fish food. Uh and now we think about roles. Uh, so I'm going to have... Well, first roll for the plane to see if it holds together. And then yeah, we can yeah. find out what happens to us. Well, I'm, so in the, um, in the new version of Paranoia, the role-playing game, the GM never rolls dice. The players roll all the dice. And I really kind of like that. So I'm trying to figure out how to make this your roll. Donald, um, you roll for this. I've done enough rolling. <laughs> all right. So... Let's see, I'm gonna make a strength check for the plane. That's a pretty good roll. That's a pretty good roll. I'm gonna use an inspiration to make this a worse roll. If it gets better, that's, that's like a reverse Amy. Yeah, I rolled 22 that time. Thank you, fine listeners, for the opportunity to crash this plane. Tamagatora. <laughs> Sorry, no fires, but so, maybe the plane will catch on fire. So the first hit, you come down and you go bang into the water. Both of you make strength rolls. I, I failed that, 51. All right, uh, you, uh, gosh. I, I didn't so, fumble that, but Well, really but here's the thing, that. neither of you, um, Neither of you said that you had, well, so neither of you said you'd strapped back in. Nick, you have one strap, so you have advantage on that roll. So you get to roll an extra 10. I'm going to roll a different D10 for this. Donald was just happy to like. <laughs> Be in a seat. Yeah. Better, but I don't. Uh... All right. Um, Do we need to. I mean, you oh, need. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take inspiration on that. You know what? Let's advantage... re-roll both of them. Yeah, yeah. sure. We've got it. Okay. So, so both of you get to reroll. Nick, you still have advantage. That takes us down to seven. Yeah. I am now at a 63 instead of a 64. Hey, it's not an aiming. All right, so you both missed the strength roll. Damn. All right, so... You're on supposed the to go limp, hit, right? On the first hit, you both take three points of damage from just bang. Mm. Uh, and the, the plane hits and bounces back into the air. Um, because at the speed you're going, the water might as well be concrete. Yeah. Uh, 
but so it slowed us down some. Bang. Yes, it definitely slowed you down. Uh, and then you, um, there's a second hit. Bang. Both of you, let's roll again. Uh, make a second strength roll. Does, does Nick this still have a advantage? good plane. I'm using another one of my inspiration because I rolled an ot three and I want this plane. Uh, oh my God. Oh, critical success. Yeah. I got an 04, so I'm in good shape with this one. Oh yeah. I rolled the worst Amy in the world. I went from an 03 to a 16. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- I shout through the thing. I think the worst of it's over. <laughs> and then you immediately regret bringing something to your mouth as bang. <laughs> oh my God, do you have your teeth? It's just, you, I'm just one less. You don't need all of them. Did you both make the, they're like kidneys. You've got a bunch of extras. Uh, did you both make the strength roll? Yes. Oh yeah, we both got critical successes on that. All right, so critical successes, you brace yourselves uh, and the, 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 you don't take any damage this time. Is your yeah, the going limp thing did not work on the first part. <laughs> so I changed strategies. My All right. Um, really and bad. because you got critical successes, you will both have advantage on this. You'll both have a bonus die on this next roll. Oh, finally. Finally. There goes the plane. How good are you at swimming? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. Now strength roll with a bonus die. There we go. Ah, hard success. Nice. Oh, you're making it. No, all right. This is a harder hit. You take four points of damage. Uh, And there is now like an ugly gash on your forehead where you like hit your forehead there. Um, And you hit your forehead. And then all of a sudden, whatever you hit your forehead on is gone. The plane just is like snapping apart. you are not strapped into the plane, so um, I'm going to make you an offer. You can just let go of the plane and drop into the ocean, or you can hold on and go with whatever part of this plane is flying off. Can you swim is the question. You got the base swim. <laughs> There's nothing more than that. You should hold on to something that floats. Hold on to something that floats. It's All right, so you are holding on to the plane. Make me a strength roll. The seat, perhaps. You are no you. You're holding on to the strap and realizing that it would be great if it was on your shoulder. Yeah. So forty six is a success. On, oh wait, wait. I got a forty five strap. That's not. A, oh, you want to spend one luck? One All luck. right, Donald spends one luck. Oh no. And hey, they're the backup characters. Who cares so, Donald's not a backup character. He was the original. Oh no. <laughs> so the third hit, the plane snaps in half, pretty much right at your cockpit. Your part hits and goes spiraling backwards. This part hits and goes flipping off that way and starts to spin. I'm going to make you the same offer, Nick. In or out? Uh, I've, I've still got the head with me? Yes. By the way, the head is screaming. Can I hear him screaming? Yes. Oh, yeah. Then I have to stay with the head. I can't leave him to die. Uh-huh. Okay. What am I, what am I rolling? Uh, so you're staying in. All right. Um, you are strapped in, so, um, gosh, what is this? Make me a dodge roll. Oh, oh dear. Well, this is going to hurt. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Nick's doing math. Watch this. <laughs> it's like watching away. I now have one less luck. All right, so you made your luck roll. So you make your luck roll, 
And oh, that wasn't uh, a luck roll. That was a dodge. dodge. You make your dodge roll. So the 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 front of the thing flips forward, and as the the propeller hits, uh, the propeller swings back over you and takes the top wing off. As I was looking down at the head. Yeah, yeah. As you, look down, okay. yeah. you look down. The only way you see this is you see it reflected in the eyes of the head. As the eyes of the head are just like, like in terror. Uh, uh, so it takes the top wing of the biplane off and the plane, make a luck roll. Let's see oh, now, now that I'm one point lower, I see how this <laughs> Let's is. Let's see if you land, which way up you land. <laughs> I make it. Not for me. All right. It's pretty so, good. That might be a hard luck roll if that's... Nice. So you, yeah, it the, the plane stops moving, um, and you are, you are Nick side up. You are Nick right. <laughs> side up. Is there uh, something, where's, where's, where's the head? Where's Donald? Where's... So the head... So the head um, looks at you a little apologetically as it has bit into your thigh and is holding on by just like biting your trousers. Um, He's up there, buddy. You can ease up. (laughs) I Uh, have so many jokes and none of them are appropriate. uh, And make a spot hidden roll to see if you can see Donald. All right, you do not see the other part of the train. So, Donald, you, listen, Jack. you went flying off, spinning off. You held on. Um, and as you get there, uh, um, it, as you stop spinning, you're incredibly dizzy. And you really feel like this thing is sinking. Oh, where, where and you're also well aware of how good a swimmer you are. I'm a basic swimmer. I'm basic. Well, where am I? What do I see? Where... You see a lot of ocean and you see a lot of smoke. And um, over there, it looks like you see the propeller of the plane go swinging by. Where's the shore? Um, it's hard to tell right now. You're farther out than you wanted to be. Uh, I want to at least, as it's spinning, or at least try to get my bearings before I jump anywhere, so I know where the, at least I know where the shore is, and once I see where the land might be. All right, make me a spot hidden roll. All right, that is sixty-four. Are you kidding me? I have a fifty-four spot hidden, so that's not a success. All right. Uh, so you, um, you are you are so disoriented. Um, that you have no idea where the shore is. Uh, everything is spinning around. It's crazy. Um, Joe, at the hotel, you've collected everything, and it's about it's about three in the afternoon, and nobody's back from the plane expedition yet. Hmm. Well, did where did they tell me I was supposed to meet them? At the museum. At the museum. Did they give me a time? Nope. They just said bring the stuff to the museum. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to swing by the. Can I swing by the army place first? And I mean, sure. And then 
just see if they're back yet. Let them know where we're going. Oh, and I can leave them a message too to tell them to come to the. Okay. So while we're doing that, uh, unfortunately, Frodo the Fourth gave Ezra another five hundred bits. Frodo. All right. Frodo. I got I've got thirty minutes to kill somebody. Uh, no, you have twenty four minutes to kill somebody. That's true. Damn me, and always ending on time. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still I'm still trying to not be like, here I am. But I, I know with a big bag, it's not going to be too stealthy, but I, I, I still want to. Yeah, the carpet bag full of guns makes it a little harder. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, yeah, make me us. I'm going to make you an offer. You can either make a stealth roll to try and lose whoever might be following you, or you can make a spot roll to try and see who is following you. One of them is harder than the other, and I'm not going to tell you which one. You'll find out after this. Now, I, um, I'm going to try to do stealth. I'm going to try to see if I can lose my tail. All right. Make me a stealth roll. That is the easier one. Yay. You only need a regular success. No. All right. Everything's fine. I'll, I'll inspire it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, All right. So re-roll. Thank you. Of course. Oh yes, yes. All right. So you um, you are doubling back, going all over the place, and you you feel like you have lost whatever tails you might have you might have had. Not that you were being followed. But you're super extra stealthy and careful, um, and you make it to the to the army base, uh, and a soldier, you know, the guard will let you in right away, um, and they'll tell you that uh, yeah, your two friends uh, took out a our the reconnaissance plane uh, this morning. They haven't come back yet. They were they were due back uh, before lunch. Uh, they must be doing something. I'll leave them a note that says that uh, we're going to be at the uh, museum. Um, I'll make sure they get it. Thank you. And then I arrested development later. He did not get the message to them. <laughs> uh, all right. So, and then you're just going to head to the museum. Uh, I'm going to be stealthy again, but yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so when you, when this is all over and you get back, uh, your hotel rooms will have been ransacked, but you, you know, you don't really have much of anything that they would be, you know, uh, I got uh, the stuff. Uh, the, they maybe get a couple guns. Who knows? So, uh, so you three at the at the museum are uh, you are uh, uh, Kafur is feverishly translating uh, the hieroglyphics of the the ritual. Joe mm -hmm. comes in with a carpet bag full of guns. So you have all your weapons now. Does the doctor freak out at the carpet bag or like, is that something we have to kind of be discreet about it or? Uh, he, he doesn't notice. He's too intent okay. on the translation. Uh, and you're, you're all too accustomed to hiding weapons and things. Mm -hmm. And the minister guy told me this is where I'd get the book, right? If mm -hmm. I came what? after hours. You're working from a thief? Oh. <sighs> Sorry, no. what? I, I went and, um, I saw him and 
because uh, he uh, um, he knows a lot about about the the um, the interesting. So you're here for the book magic from stuff. a thief. Well, he told me he told me that if I wanted to learn more, I get the book. Of course, of course. Here I have it right here. Here is the book, and he hands you this this incredibly beat up old, possibly wrapped in human skin. Uh, oh, it's so gross, but cool. And you can you now have a copy of Alazif. Is it the actual book? I mean, Clyde, stop that. <laughs> so, so while these guys are doing whatever, I'm going to go sit back and look and see if there's anything I can see in this book. Uh, do you does it look like my? Does it look like my mom's book or anything? Do you speak Arabic? I, <laughs> Louise, sorry. Does it, do, do, yeah. <laughs> does it does it look anything like my mom's book at all? I mean, sure. It's it's an old book written in Arabic. Is <gasps> that pictures? <laughs> um, you know what? As you flip through, it does not. Oh, it must not be for for children. <laughs> they didn't have time in the fake to make uh, uh, make pictures. Yeah, uh, just to verify, uh, I grab Doctor Kafour by the arm and say, "That's not the original, correct? That's the copy." No, I wasn't supposed to give a thief the, the the. I was supposed to give a thief the copy. Yes. He's okay. I'm just verifying. Okay, that it's the copy. All right, so that if we send this back to us, see if it's it's the right one. And we're 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 talking about this quietly, I imagine, while Joe is looking at. <laughs> uh, Kafur doesn't do anything quietly at this point. He is okay. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah, you you are like uh, Joe is off in a corner, just flipping through this book, and like you know, um, you you know, maybe there are people here who speak Arabic that could help you out. No, I don't want to wander around with the book though, but oh, I might have to. So, I'll, I'll, but um, he's going to let me take it, right? So I can take it away. You're supposed to take that to Minister Asif. Oh, now he just told me I could have it. I'm very confused. No, he told, well, when I went to talk to him, I Did asked him about, yours? sorry? Um, she says to, not to, not to Emma, she yes. says to Doyleson, is, is she with you? Yes. So, and I'm trying to get his attention. I was like, no, no, no. So the minister said, when I asked him if he knew about the ancient rituals, he said, go, well, he said, go after hours to the, um, the museum and they have a book, the Al-Asif, and to, to, to look at it. And that's what would help me. Should I not have given her the fake book? What? I'm very you, confused. No, shit, what? No, we know. I, I, look, when I was young, my mother had a book that had all these rituals and they had this, it had some otherworldly creatures and, and, and places and, and she was trying to teach me about it. But then these people in black robes came and they killed my family. And ever since I've been looking for the book and this and is that, not it, but maybe it can help me find my book. And that wasn't a tip off that maybe the book wasn't something that people should be digging around in? Well, they shouldn't have it. Maybe your mother shouldn't have either. 
Maybe no one should have these things. I'm just going to sit here and read this one. And if you, you know, if you give him a... Do you speak Arabic? No. Because it doesn't, once you read it, it doesn't make any sense. They just copied words. All right, so can I get somebody to help me read it? It's not a, it's, it's a fake. It's not a real book. I mean, it's a real book. But why but did you give it to me then? Because I was supposed to give the fake to the person who was going to Minister Asif. Yes. Because, because Minister Asif is going to give it to the person that we're here to deal with, Joe. Yep. Asif's going to give it to Nidacris, and Nidacris will use the real one for nefarious purposes. So therefore, so giving the fake. He's going to give the book to Nidacris? I'm assuming that's what he was planning on doing because she had told him at the party that if he didn't deliver the goods, that he would be in a world of hurt. Oh, I see. So so this is old switcheroo. I get it. Exactly. Yeah, it's old old switcheroo where we're trying, we're trying to get, we're trying to get Nida Chris off of the scent of this for long enough for us to try to keep this thing safe mm-hmm. and try yeah. to keep her from getting whatever power she'd get by having this thing at midnight. All right. Yeah. So I'll make a deal with you. If I go and take this over there to the minister, then you mm-hmm. let me see the real one? Yeah? Why would I do that? It's a terrible, horrible thing. And you don't speak Arabic. Because I was hoping it could help me figure out what happened to my parents. They died. I can help you with that. They were killed by a cult. It happens a lot. Oh, just, see, I it's just, real. The cults are real. I told down. you. I told we're gonna you. sit him down. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna come over the with him and just like the Joe. cults are real. No, Joe, real. look at me. Yes, I'm gonna like pull her aside a little bit. And be like this man is hanging on to sanity by the thinnest of threads. We know that cults are real. We know that cultists are real because we've dealt with them. And we, and we know that they are here in Egypt. Can you please not push this man over the edge of insanity, please? Meanwhile, <laughs> Beth has a pen in his hand going, just finish, just finish. It's okay. Just finish the scrolls. It's yeah, he's, he goes back to the hieroglyphics like, oh, this is, this is very restful. The translation is very restful. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like, take a, take a chalice, bash it over the, bash it over her head. <laughs> um, all right, so Donald and Flint, uh, you are in sinking parts of an airplane. Yeah. Uh, Can I do stuff? Yes. Yeah, I, I'd like I, to. I, rec- to I recommend it. Yeah, I'd like to try to grab the head. Hopefully, it takes his teeth out of my thigh. Yes. And, no, and I like doesn't want to let go. If I can stand up at all to like see where the shore is, and I'm still screaming for Donald. Yeah. Can all I? Right. So first, make me a spot hidden. Donald, make me a listen roll. You're going to need a hard success. Good. Try and stay awake, Tom. 45, 45. That a success. Regular success, unfortunately. God, my spot hidden is, no, I don't make it. This is so weird. All uh, right, so neither of you, neither of you can figure out where shore is. Like, things are so crazy. Uh, do you want to inspire that? Inspire. I mean, it's going to take yeah. two to inspire something to happen, right? Yeah, I I'll, I'll take we it. Do it. We're at like 12 minutes to the end of the show. We might as well. Yeah. Spot hidden. Should you be... Here, I'll take, yeah, I'll take. I'm rolling. 80. Oh, God. 
way worse. Was it was it an Emma worse or an no, Amy worse? No, no, no. Just just like I don't know, but Tom. So yeah, neither of you have any idea where the shore is. I can't. Uh, Donald did not hear your yelling, um, and you know I'm you. Holding, I'm holding up the head above me. Can you see the shore? <laughs> Are you asking the head? Yes. Is also still shrieking. And I'm turning and um, turning it to like slowly get like a panoramic. Like I figure a higher vantage point <laughs> will get me a shot. All the head is doing is screaming. You need to there's find the shore. We're gonna drown. There's just this constant like. <gasps> okay, I take the head. I'm like, look, listen, 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 shh, listen, listen. We can make it out of this. We need to find the shore. You don't have much time before the before the plane sinks. You got to work with me, buddy. I'm gonna give the head a sanity roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very... yeah. I just rolled a hundred. Like in your face, the head goes. <laughs> Donald, can you hear this? <laughs> make a make a listen roll. You don't need a hard success for this. <laughs> can I inspire that? I got a great listen, and I rolled an eighty. You know what? Sure. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, if you got a good listen. Okay, there we go. 63. I got All that. Right. You, you hear someone screaming. Oh, where is it? Sort of, you can sort of figure out where, um, where it is. Uh, but you have no idea where the shore is, and the, the water is now, like, up to your knees as this plane is slowly, like, going under. So... My question, and you should probably have a similar question and do a similar thing. Is there any bar bits of the plane that are around me that are floating? Make a luck roll. I'll do the same thing. All right, yeah. 29 success on that. You gotta be freaking kidding me. <laughs> I, I, rolled, I rolled exactly what I would have had before I had spent the point of luck. <laughs> So now you got to spend two. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't spend luck on a luck roll. No. So you can push it. I yeah. would love for you to push your luck. No, that thing's kind of floating. I'll give it a try. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, just to like remind people of the mechanics here, pushing your luck, he's going to re-roll. He has the same thing, but it's basically double or nothing. If he's successful, everything's fine. If he's not... Everything's really fine. Oh, it goes right under the water as soon as I grab onto it. <laughs> All right. So um, you you very carefully place the head on a floating plank. And then Dude, I just grab it. Wait, are you? I hold the head. I'm, I'm trying to hold the head up while I'm doing this because I don't want it to drown. Uh, all right. So you hold, that's the problem. You hold the head up and you like kind of try and put this beam or something under your shoulder and it just goes down immediately and you are in the you are underwater um make me a con roll to have taken a breath before you went under hard yeah all right so yeah you 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 manage to get a breath in and close your mouth before you're going down uh you got a hard success so mm -hmm. somehow the head is like your your hand from about here and the head are above water uh, as you are doing that. Uh, Donald, you find a, um, a part of the wing 
that is floating that you can you know you can hold on to that works as a flotation device. Um, and I guess you're hoping that the tide is going in. I, unless it's like I can figure out where to kick, I'll hold on to it for dear life until I see something. Okay, uh, make a spot hidden roll. Good. Look for the smoke of my wreckage. Can <laughs> we inspire that one too? We've got three left, mate. Oh, yeah. outstanding. We're down to two. If we right. second that, we're down to two. Let's outstanding. Do I'm going to make all my rolls from right. here on out, though. So. All right. Uh, oh, okay. With that roll, um, you are surprised as anyone to see um, a head bobbing above the water. The problem is, it's just a head. You recognize that head. <laughs> yeah, you know that head all too well. There is a head, Bob, that's like just staying above water. Uh, I want to hold on to my wing piece and kick. Try to kick right, that. Yeah, you start to you start to, to move towards it. Uh, Nick, make me a swim roll. Swim is a dump stat. It's a semi. I put I put points into it. Oh, all right. It's not a. Uh, oh, how good did I do? Uh, it's a hard success. Whoa! All right. So, Donald, as you start to paddle your way, kick your way <gasps> towards him, uh, you see another head come up, and now there are two heads bobbing in the water. I'll, I'll kick this floating piece of fuselage over to where Flint is. Trying to get him on board with me. Oh, the yeah. muffin mage is sending some mixed messages here. Yeah, he was the mustache. You. Now he's supporting you because, to oh. quote him, the mustache must survive. I mean, uh, obviously, the mustache doesn't mean the rest of the character. Right, yeah. <laughs> just the mustache. I, oh man, now I want the mustache to peel off and go onto the disembodied head and like uh -huh. the head uh, have, have it go hang out with the headdress. Well, now um, obviously Nick's context character is headless Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly headless oh, Nick. We got my backup, backup character. He's a pilot with no <laughs> arms or body. Hopefully, a Zeppelin pilot. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, we cut back to the to the museum, and it is now nine thirty. It's eight o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, Joan, you were going to take the book to a seat, right? All right. Yep. So you you leave the museum about five o'clock and you are heading to the interior ministry? Yeah, and I don't care if anybody's following me. All right. Uh, very quickly, a car, a black sedan pulls up and a door opens and you see Mi uh, Minister Asif and he says, get in. What, what, what's going on? I'm, I, thought, uh, get I said, get in. Don't make me make the four men that have been following you since you went to your hotel force you in. Get in the car. All right. Get in the car. All right. Do you have the book? The door closes and you're driving off. Yes. Yes. You Let have Al-Azif. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Why? It should be there in about an hour. And the car drives off. Joe, what are you Joe! Now the party's split in three parts. Yep. Uh, you two in the museum. Uh, there, uh, it's about eight o'clock at night, mm -hmm. and Doctor Kafur is still scribbling away. And this mm -hmm. is a really creepy place to be at night. It's it's basically silent. Uh, 
There is nobody around. Uh, nothing going on. Uh, both of you make listen rolls. Um, I probably don't make it. That's an 89. Made My listen 60. Right. Yeah. Uh, Doylson, you're pretty sure you heard like a door open. Uh, and then you definitely hear footsteps coming towards you. All right. I'm going to check and check my gun to, to make sure it's loaded and I have it in my hand. Sure. And so do, do I see Doylson kind of do Yeah, the... you see Doylson like <laughs> pull out the revolver, open the chamber on the revolver, do a quick spin, yeah. close it. Okay, so I dig my, I dig both my guns out of the bag as well. Right. You're, you're 45. <laughs> uh, not a, uh, not an easily concealable weapon. Mm-mm. And uh, we are going to end this episode with initiative as four goons. There we go. Coming up upon you. So at the end of this episode, we have Dr. Doylson and Emma in the museum being assaulted by interior ministry thugs. We have Flint Thorncastle and Donald Can Cannon lost at sea. And we have Joe Durston kidnapped by the interior ministry going who knows where. I think that's that's like four cliffhangers. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much to all of you who like poured the inspiration in. As you mm-hmm. can see, they needed it. Mm. They spent yeah. almost all of it. We have three left. You have three. I think fact, I have two, right? Um, wow. I have you. I have you at three, but those go into the boy, yeah, which was triggered. So on hey, Monday, hey. we're going to give away two Gale Force Nine decks because of all the inspiration that was put in there. So, uh, uh, yeah, we have a, a week that is going to be great. We've got mon- uh, Monday. We've got Carbon Twenty One Eighty Five really fun game. Tuesday, the Chaos Agents are back and worse than ever. Uh, (laughs) And then Saturday, we're back here to play Call of Cthulhu. Also, we're working on it. We're trying to, we're figuring out a way to get back to our Arkham Horror game uh, uh, from from our basements. You know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's Tabletop Simulator. Maybe it's something else. We're going to figure it out, but maybe it's running the table at the studio. We're going to try some stuff. We're going to see what works. Uh, we're going to get our Arkham Horror, the living card game game going again. Yay. Uh, and we have a mitten coming up this at the end of the month. Yep. Yeah. And that one, James Aaron O, our own our own James, Sen herself is going to be the G- GM, which is super exciting. I, I love seeing new GMs. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Not enough to play in it, but, you know, it's going to be super cool. And <laughs> And don't forget that, that that if you guys like Call of Cthulhu, Ezra is running a thing tomorrow for One Shot Onslaught to teach a bunch of newbie uh, Call of Cthulhu players how to play, and he'll be actually yep. be doing uh, the, the teaching as part of as part of the game. So, yeah, so we'll be hosting that. We'll be hosting that here. So if anybody's interested in hanging out and chatting on our channel, um, we'll be supporting them by hosting it with ours. I'll I'll watch it here then. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that'll be at four o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I can't imagine they'll do worse than this one. This was outstanding. Uh, this, I, I, uh, our quotes from this game. Uh, let's see, we have, um, we fought plague demons on a cruise ship. Uh, this is going to go smooth. I'm kind of important on the party circuit, which I really like. <laughs> um, we're all a little too white for this, which I just don't think will work. But uh, I'm bad at flirting, which I'm, 
Um, Please don't use that one. <laughs> creepily romantic, but also a threat. I've used up all my bad roles, and I think the winner, because this Emma's smarter. Wait, but I've got one here that he's not dead. He's just detached. That was Nick when the dead right. Emma had like came up. He's not dead. He's just detached. Yeah, but we can't use that as a title. We get demonetized in a second. This is true. YouTube will hate it as well. Um, so, uh, the creepily romantic, but could be a threat one is the, that's, that's got my vote. If, if my <laughs> votes matter. It might be a trigger warning though. Cause you know, sometimes with some people, it is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm leaning towards, cause this Emma's smarter because. Cause I mean, we're coming back with these guys next week. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> next week will be the B team once again. All right. Um, in in true quest and quick chaos fashion, this one shot is going to be a three shot. Yeah, <laughs> like yep. like I was saying to Amy today, is it, it's a nine episode three shot for for Salt Marsh. No, that's we right. Never said this was going to be a one shot. Did we? So it's a three episode one shot because we do it in multiples of threes. That's, that's what happened. right. That's right. Uh, three with what? Um, no, don't. Uh, so uh, thank you for your likes, your subscribes, uh, connecting with our channel getting on our Discord, getting our newsletter, YouTube. We, you know we love you. We love connecting with the YouTube community. Uh, we, are, we, we recently got to a nice milestone in terms of YouTube subscribers, but we have an audacious goal for this year in terms of YouTube, getting our YouTube subscriptions. Please help us with that. Go to YouTube, subscribe to Quest and Chaos. You can find all our stuff there. The Untitled Quest and Chaos podcast is there. Some of the older one-shots we've done of there, all of our board game stuff is there. You can see us play Gloomhaven really poorly. Uh, <laughs> you can see us play Arkham Horror really poorly. You can see them play Pandemic pretty well. Uh, our our playthrough of, uh, betray of Betrayal at House on the Hill Legacy, which is still one of my favorite things we've done. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so we have a lot of content on YouTube, so go and subscribe. Uh, Okay, I think with that, folks, I will see you guys on Saturday. Yep. Inter let's do this again in a week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Internet friends. Bye. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Great Dane Society playing Call of Cthulhu. Please visit our YouTube page at youtube.com slash questschaos. Leave us a rating, a review, or a comment there. We love to hear from our audience. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration, Middle Management, is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?